boy, I'm gonna give some people some time to get up in here because boy, it's gonna be a week. It's going to be a hell of a week. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, indeed, it is. Uh, I need to go ahead and mark this off. Are you at, are you out? No, I'm I'm in. Oh, you're in. Now, what type of beer do you have this evening, sir? Uh, uh, this week, Mike's Harder Strawberry. Mike Harder, it's not even the regular. It's the harder. Yes, um, the, you the harder. The harder version has eight percent alcohol by volume. Oh my! The regular, my, my, my. The regular Mike's Hard has only five percent. Mm. Okay. Well. We're going to make the show roughly 90 minutes, I'd say. Give it, give it a take. Depending on how the numbers do, we, we are going to let it be what it is. Um, Stereo's kind of playing with people right now, playing with people's monies, playing with people's livelihoods and things like that. So um, we are going to make sure that they get it right. There are people in room and they have it up. I see them clapping it up. Shout out to Dan 88. Shout out to, Steph, uh, what is this? Steph Anides. Anides. Shout out to him. <laughs> you are doing amazing, my friend. Uh, but Dan is in here for another week. You know our boy Dan Rod, Dan Rod eighty eight. Shout out to him. We're gonna get started in a minute, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope that y'all are prepared. Um, as you know, I am going on my second consecutive week of sobriety and not drinking. Um, my birthday will be next Monday for the sports desk, the special sports desk. Um, so I hope y'all are prepared for that. Um, there will be no football next week, so we're gonna have to try to make a sports desk out of nothing. Uh, but this week, we're going to make it enjoyable. We're going to make sure that everybody has fun, everybody laughs. And more importantly, I need you all to grab a beverage in my honor. In Q's honors as well, because he is drinking Mike's Harder. Is, am I lying, Q, or am I telling the truth? Yeah, that's, that's my name this week. Mm. That's, your, that's your name, is am I lying or am I telling the truth? <laughs> now, let me go ahead and write that down, because... When we actually officially open the show, I want to be reminded of what your name is. So, Q's name. You hear me type it in because I want everybody to know. Um, I want to shout out to a couple people who showed up on time. Shout out to Jazz Queen 420, Brian Duh, Audriana 83, Big Patty, a piggy, X Sun Us X, Danrod X. And Stephan Ades, I think that's how you say his name. Shout out to y'all. Um, I need y'all to be live in full effect tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about give us the voicemails, give us the claps. I need you to fuck with the content because we're gonna bring it. We're gonna bring it tonight. Um, we got two weeks till the fucking Super Bowl, so you know we have to. Q, you know we have to. Oh yes, oh yes, <clears throat> oh yes. It, and, and there's a lot to there's a lot to digest from this week from from yesterday. Yes, the whole we're, gonna, we're gonna get there. We have Q six awards to give away tonight. Six. I'm giving away uh, six. I don't know how many you are giving away, but I have six awards <clears throat> I'm giving away this week. Um right now, two. Yeah, I love two. And we discussed earlier what those two are. Well, I told you what one is definitely going to be. And after watching uh at the <clears throat> Yeah, you should. Uh, people should already know what the second one is going. To, who the second one is going to? Exactly. I'm not going to. All right. So no, you know, no spoiler alerts. No spoiler alerts yet. No spoilers until we start the show, ladies and gentlemen. We will be starting officially 
five minutes. Um, we told people 845. We want to give some people some time to get in here. So before people start coming in, I want y'all to leave a voicemail. I want you to tell us who you are, where you're from. Go ahead and let us know. That way we can go ahead and play it on the voicemails. And you may or may not hear it on the podcast later. Um, that podcast will be published tomorrow, possibly Wednesday, depending on how I feel. Um, we want to hear from y'all. So start the show off right. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know who you are, where you calling from. <clears throat> and, you know, honestly, just tell us how your day is going. Let's start out easy because this is going to be a show. I'm coming with absolute fucking fire and heat. Um, well, well, I, I, I am too. I mean, I made some. You know, what's that mean? What's you know that gif that twah, gif on, on on Twitter? That was that was the 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 salmon cakes that I made to made for dinner tonight. Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolute beauty. Mm. absolute beauty okay all right so like i said you know i want people to go ahead and leave these voicemails i'm gonna keep shouting y'all out so shout out to prophet west cut it out salty coffee sam gray 3246 um i wanted to shout out to a couple actually everybody who yesterday took the time out of their day to go and do live cast and simulcast of both games for the nfl i really appreciate it i was entertained by a lot of those shows um so shout out to the creators on stereo people who use you know, sports on stereo, the hashtags, so shout out to the hashtag, shout out to stereo and anybody who created content while watching football, because those were two incredibly good fucking games. We're going to get into those a little bit later. We're not going to talk about them right now because we're not there yet. Um, people still have another three minutes to get in before we completely go into the show. Um, but um, Q, I guess, you know, since we're in pre-roll right now, I'm going to let you know this is a full fucking docket. Um, a full docket. Um, I know I sent it to you like at the last minute, um, but the reason why I did that, man, is because it, it's going to start off real heavy. Um, it'll start off real heavy. I left something out because I didn't want you to talk about it, and I'm not going to bring it up until we start, so please don't. Um, and we are going to, <laughs> you know, obviously have you go and talk about, you know, your day and things like that. So, shout out to you. Um, let me see if we have any other people in here. Cut it out. I guess he's going to be cutting out. You know, shout out to him either way. Vanilla. Uh, Vanilla man, a hundred to him for being here as well. Shout out to the 13 people who have been in an eclipse aisle. The talking time is seven minutes and eight seconds. Um, so we will officially start in a few minutes. Um, in the midst, you know, the people who are in here, please go ahead, grab your drinks, grab your snacks. Like, uh, what's the guy's name? Your average consumer says on YouTube, please go ahead and grab all those things. Um, mute your TV. Listen to us because we'll probably announcements that you're listening to right now no sports because basketball light yeah obviously the football um nba there's a few games tonight i think boston's playing chicago at nine o'clock philly right now is playing detroit toronto's playing in the pacers charlotte's playing orlando and miami is beating brooklyn because i mean it fucking brooklyn is that the lakers are playing cleveland's like lebron's return um Denver's playing Dallas, and the Sacramento and Memphis game was postponed, as well as San Antonio and New Orleans because of COVID. But we're going to get there. We are definitely going to get there. We're going to talk about some of those games as they're going live. We're going to talk about the conference championships, everything, every fucking thing. Oh. Well, since we, uh, we we have one pre-roll voicemail, let's go ahead and play that, go and then it. we can. Hello, my name is Ethan. I just want to say hi. Okay. Well, hello. Okay. Thank, you. You. thank you. For, you thank you. Thank you for coming. Okay. 
that um, we just have to let him know that, you know, and his parents, that this is an 18 and over show. We do not mind if you were in here and you were listening, uh, but please, no trolling. Um, I, I'm in a good mood. And y'all, y'all are catching me in a good time during this whole sobriety situation. Please be respectful and no trolling. Trolling, I will not block you, but I will make mental notes. I will make mental notes, I promise. Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to say the same. I, I will block you. <laughs> I will block you. But yes, uh, I, I, I'm in a, I'm in a good space. I got <clears throat> I have some writing I need to do. So this should be fun. Yes, indeed. All right, so we'll give people two more minutes to follow on in. We got you know a couple of people in the in, in the wing right now. We got Off White Gilbert. I've seen him before. Shout out to him. Shout out to Lucilla, Lucilla Cussett. Shout out to her for being in here. Um, again, shout out to Belinda for sending that first voicemail for the night. We are going to go in, everybody. We got about sixty seconds, and we're going to go straight into the show. So shout out to y'all. Um, you can come in and out if you want to. Feel free to leave voicemails, but we are going to go in at eight fifty-five, which is approximately about thirty seconds from now. So, and, you know, and let's let's uh, play this before. Off white gallery, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad we got that. That one was the good way. precursor. Thank you. Fifty-five, which will be happening pretty short. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> All right. Is it officially? It is officially eight fifty-five. Um, Q, what does it say for showtime? I'm going to go your show info so I can know. Mark. What did we say? Uh, it, it, I couldn't hear you breaking up. And you're breaking up again. So we're going to resolve. Give it a few seconds. Hopefully these technical difficulties will subside. Oh, there you are. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. So at 11 minutes and 21 seconds. So here we are at 11.30. We will go there. So, um... Thank you, everybody, for actually showing up. Everybody stayed in. More importantly, everybody who's leaving voicemails are live now on stereo. Um, Q, do you want to introduce the show so we can start this thing out? Sure. So you are listening to another episode of the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. I am your humble servant, Mike's Harder Strawberry. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> And I am joined by (laughs) none other none other than it's Greg, man. How are you guys doing? Um, you know, shout out to everybody who has joined us live on stereo, anybody who is listening to the podcast live, um, you know, later on in this week. Um, this is episode 20, ladies and gentlemen, of the YBAB Sports Desk. YBAB stands for none other than Young Black and Baldur. So, yes, you are listening to the Young Black and Baldur Sports Desk, episode 20, where we're going to be talking about everything NFL, NBA, 
UFC, WWE, college sports when we get there. Uh, there's going to be a lot of shit. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an absolutely full docket. So shout out to everybody who listens, subscribes, and more importantly is listening and leaving voicemails tonight. So shout out to Stereo for doing amazing. Um, I wanted to start off the show by letting everybody know, you know, we wanted to send, you know, special rest in peace to Hank Aaron and rest in peace to Larry King. Um, I wanted to start there because tomorrow will be one full year since we lost Kobe Bryant. Um, usually we start really, you know, light with the fun and the jokes and things like that, man. But we we lost a legend a year and a day ago. And it, it would be remiss for me to not start the show there. Um, he had such an impact on everyone that I know, uh, myself included. Um, and for us to do the sports test, man, I feel like it, it's rough to even think about it. Um, I, knew I was actually on the road coming home from, you know, we went to go see the in-laws and, you know, on the radio, it was like, you know, Kobe Bryant got in a, you know, in a plane accident and it was a plane crash. And we, you know, my wife and I, she's like, they're joking, right? They're joking. I was like, it doesn't sound like they're joking. And, you know, they wouldn't say something like that if it was a joke. So when, you know, they actually started to get more and more reports, you know, Twitter went off, you know, Kobe Bryant died. And it's like, okay, like Kobe Bryant died. And they were saying there were other people on the plane with them. And, you know, there were rumors of it being his entire family. And then it was like, you know, it was Gigi and then it's Gigi's friends. And then, you know, the parents, and I was like, oh, like, you know, I, you know, a lot of people, we will say rest in peace to Kobe, but there were other people on that plane. So I want to give them the same respect. So rest in peace to every single individual, you know, passed away in that, you know, tragic accident a year ago at the time of everybody listening to this, man. Um, I don't know how everybody else felt or where you were when that moment happened, but I mean, feel free to leave voicemails. Um, um, hold back your life in any type of way. I would appreciate anybody just leaving a voicemail or speaking on that, man. Um, I want to just open the floor because a lot of us, we couldn't really tell our emotions last year at this time. Nobody could say, you know what, this is how I feel because everybody was kind of taking it in. So a year later, I want to know, like, how were you guys feeling at, at that moment? And a year later, how do you feel? So hopefully, you know, you guys can say something. And Q, I'll let you start. Uh, <clears throat> um, I would actually... Um, uh, I, I, you know, I, when I got the first the first text, I think it was you that texted me. Was like, "Yo, tell me this is not true." And I'm like, "What, Kobe? Kobe in a crash?" I'm like, hold on. So I started going this guy on Twitter and CNN and all this, and then there was still nothing yet. Uh, it, it wasn't until I tried to go on TMZ and the team and team like their website had crashed <laughs> because of all the traffic. <clears throat> that's when I had, a, that's when, the, you know, that knot started turning in my stomach. Like, Oh, this could be true. This could very well be true. Cause TMZ, TMZ's, TMZ's website doesn't crash, doesn't crash unless it's a, like a major event. Well, any website, but especially TMZ. And their website crashed like thirty minutes, like fifteen minutes after <laughs> the after I got that first text from you, and then you knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. you know all the and then all the news, all the news channels uh, went into breaking news and and interrupted programming. Basically, every cha- every channel, every channel 
went into breaking mm-hmm. news. ESPN, uh, you know. Um, how I initially felt. It's it, it hits hard, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. It it it. I think you're breaking out. Yeah, it, it 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 hit really hard, and especially when I found when I found out that Gigi was on the plane. You know, I my initial thought wasn't as a basketball fan, but but was as a father. <laughs> um, the just the the harrowing fear that must have been going through both Gigi's mind and Kobe's mind, like my daughter, not just my, not just him. But my daughter is about to die on this on this on this helicopter, and it's nothing I can do to stop it. Um, and I know, <clears throat> like you know, that hit me. Um, okay, um, yeah, that hit that hit me. That hit me hard because I couldn't imagine if I was on a plane or a helicopter or whatever, and it was going down. My daughter or my daughters or my son was on there with me, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Nothing, nothing I can do. Um, so, uh, so you know, I didn't even think about like the basketball aspect of it. I thought about it as a as a father, you know. Um, and and also, also, you know, I can just imagine what Kobe was what Kobe was doing. To um to to try to comfort Gigi before the you know their last moments. Exactly. Yeah, man. It, trust me, I absolutely agree. And um, you know, we have smells. You know, I know we have like kind of fuzzy audio at this moment, so I'm going to play this voicemail. Um, and we're both going to obviously come back to just reset. And then we're going to actually get into the show because I wanted to just start to get into, you know, the normal entertainment of the show. So, again, again, be respectful. Yeah. Please be respectful in these voicemails. Um, any trolling will get you blocked. And I'm not. Yo, it's good. See, and we already have one. So he's going to. Plane crash in the building. And we had that. One more. RIP Kobe. You can press that button. That's all we got to say is RIP Kobe. And I think he's in a better place now. Agreed, man. Agreed. Absolutely absolutely agree. Shout out to him for. it, it, It was rough. I wanted to be all here to entertain. And, you know, we are here to make sure that you guys are entertained. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. Um, so, Q, damn. Um, Q, I don't know if you want to mute your mic. Cause Jesus, I can hear every background. Noise, but um, to, to start off, um, I wanted to go and I want to give away an award immediately. The award for the week. Um, the first one is going to be Goon O'Neill, a.k.a. Goofball of our Navy Award. It means Shaquille O'Neal. The reason why it is going to Shaquille O'Neal is because I don't know what has happened with Shaq recently, 
but he has become one of the biggest haters of everybody. It, it, it's almost who is like he hating on now? Turned into so you know earlier this week, um, well earlier last week rather, and you know we did this Sunday of last week. Um, he came at Donovan Mitchell. So he told Donovan Mitchell that he didn't think that he much that he was up to par, and you know he didn't think that he was a good player, um, which is crazy because you could tell Mitchell he wanted to say something back, but this is Shaq. Like you, you kind of you know take in what Shaq says and just like low, but Shaq just is. I don't know if he is meaning to like a critic of people but he doubled down on it and he he's saying and think that he takes to get to the next now check we get it you're a hall of famer and yes but you, you've never done it on you and even when you have done what you're in place you're hating for no reason it's like it's like when i see pierce and it's like paul pierce every single time he can talk about him and his accolade feel even if he's going to talk about that in the middle of stats and you know interviews with somebody else. Absolutely. Okay, so my audio is back. So sorry about that, guys. So basically, I've heard Paul Pierce talk absolute shit about every single person, but for Shaq, I always knew that Shaq was going to be completely honest. But he wasn't going to be a dickhead about it. And Shaq has consistently, over the last year, just done shit and put his foot in his mouth. And this is why he's getting the Goofball Award. He's getting the Gilbert Arenas Goofball of Our Nationality Award. Because not only was it disrespectful, OEQ, when not only LeBron, but Kenneth call out for the interview. They're like, yo, what, what was that? Like, he, he basically told him he never thought that he was going to get to an elite level and you know he asked him to respond to it. You, come okay, on. okay. First, first of all, first of all, let's let's, let's shoot down that nonsense right now. Donovan Mitchell was, uh, we, uh, he was on that level his rookie year in the league. He was on that level. Mm-hmm. He, as a rookie, he took the Jazz. To, he took the Jazz, who did not make the playoffs the year before. Did not make the playoffs the year before. He took them to the playoffs, and this was when Rudy Gobert was not that not the the force the defensive the defensive player of the year force that he was yet exactly exactly this was with gordon hayward ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. gordon hayward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i q what, what what pisses me off the most about the the shack situation and i know we just talked about kobe and everything like that and we're not going to like do the comparison between the two my issue is the fact that now, our current players, our, our legacy players that, you know, they're going to be in the Hall of Fame. They're going to be someone that is considered on Shaq's level in 10 to 15 years. They are not going to give that to the generation. And why is because just like us, you know, we learned from, you know, our peers and we've learned from <coughs> Pat. Shaq is just like bull, just hating ass dude. To the point where legend, so Cuff's legend, he posts a tweet. He was like, why are there younger? Why are the younger players so sensitive when the OG legends give them constructive criticism? When did the, the respect level? Change? There is respect and there is absolute fucking hating. And the thing is, you hating and you asking them 
to answer your hate and expecting Donovan Mitchell to go back and forth with him. Donovan Mitchell was like, oh, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. And Shaq got in his feelings because he thought that he was going to get a hot take from him, and he didn't. So basically, Kevin Durant and King James talking about LeBron, they said this. Kevin Durant says, them old heads need to go and enjoy retirement. These boys have coaches they work with every LeBron up by saying there's a difference between constructive criticism and soft hating up. I've seen it both ways. Uh, he said, I've seen it both ways come my way, mostly the hate. You can hear it in their delivery right there, right there. What LeBron said, I can't even hate him for that. No, I, I mean, uh, right, right. Go ahead. Right. And LeBron, has, uh, LeBron is the best person to talk about this, but he's been getting it his ent- since he stepped onto the basketball scene in high school. It's, oh, he's a hater. <laughs> no, the haters have been coming for him hard, hard, hard. Yep. So, um, I, I'm I'm with KD on this one, and I'm not with KD on a lot, but I'm with KD on this one. Yeah, the the legends need to enjoy. They need to sit down and enjoy, and enjoy retirement. Watch their bas- watch their old clips in their theaters if they if they ain't broke yet, and mm-hmm. and, and just shut up. Yeah. Like somebody said, they was like Shaq could have pulled him to the side and gave him pointers on how to level his game up instead of calling him out on national TV. Because here's the thing: what happens when Donovan Mitchell goes and drops forty five? Are you going to say the same thing? What happens when he goes and gets into the playoffs with the, the roster that he's in Utah? What happens when Mitchell actually performs? Are you going to give him the same accolades? Are you going to still say he's not up to par? Or are you going to wait for that bad game to talk shit about him? Because everybody has a bad game. But Shaq, he's had bad games. Yes, he's a legend in his right. But what we're not going to do is hate on everybody. And for Shaq, I remember Shaq with the Kobe has my ass taste. I remember that shit. I remember Shaq hating on Kobe until what the last four years of Kobe's life. And then all yep. of a sudden he wanted to be pals. He wanted to be friends. Shaq is just a fucking hater. <clears throat> and it's, it's okay to be a hater. But here's the thing. You don't go hate on somebody after you're done with your job. Like uh, imagine going and you go and get a new job and you hating on somebody who's playing or working in the same office that you used to work in. That is some hater shit. You no longer are doing that. You're doing something else. Uplift these kids, man. Uplift these players. I get it. They're grown men. They don't need uplifting. But what they don't need is you hating where there's no room for you to hate. So, Shaq, you got to get your shit together. And as a result, man, you are definitely getting the Gilbert Arena School Award because that was some of the most goofball shit I've seen in a very long time from him. Um, go ahead and sell them fucking pizzas, man. Go ahead and sell them pizzas. The pizzas, uh, your, the insurance, whatever yeah. else. <laughs> the icy hot. <laughs> Yo, it, it just it felt really disrespectful because I'm like, like of, of all the people, I'm expecting that out of a boy, Charles. I'm, I'm not expecting that. And now I see watch, watch Charles really don't fuck with him. And I don't even fuck with Charles. But at some point, I know Charles be looking at Shaq like, yo, this big goofball motherfucker. That's why he's getting the goofball award. <clears throat> I'm not mm-hmm. saying fuck Shaq. Shaq is a really good person, man. And I know he has a kind heart. Yo, like, were you just having an off day? I apologize. That Definitely getting the goofball award for me, you know award for me, but moving right along because I don't want to touch too much onto that. Uh, we we have to talk about the NBA since we're already here. Um, next on the NBA docket, Q, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. They want to start fans, bro. They want to start an OnlyFans. They want to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Yo, um, okay. <clears throat> I've had enough. Is it going to be free? Is it going to be free? Because they don't need the money. Do- 
that, that's the thing. They don't need the money. I, I'm starting to actually question what, like, doing. If you can hear the sound of my voice, like, I'm not, not trying to be disrespectful at all, sir. What, what I'm saying to you is, is like, okay to just chill. I don't feel like Dwayne Wade is chilling. I feel like he's just doing shit at this point. You know, he's already come off as a cool parent, a cool guy. You got your lady and everything like that. But Wade has just honestly just, he's lost me at this point. Because he's just starting. I think it, you, I think, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, honestly, I have nothing, Q. That was just all I had for that article. Like, okay, you so want to do uh, OnlyFans. I think, I, you know what, and I can, I, I can speak to this topic because I am, <clears throat> I know what it feels to be in like a, a soulless marriage <laughs> before. I think he's just like, at this point, he's like, look, I find it, it took a while. It took a while, but I finally met the person that I was supposed to be with. So, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a flaunt it. I think that's where he is right yeah. now. So I think that's where he is. This shit is disgusting. This shit is disgusting. Like, that's your wife and everything like that. That shit is not cool. I'm sorry. Like, OnlyFans are for certain people. When I say certain people, I'm not talking about just, you know, celebrities can't have it. Certain people should have fucking OnlyFans. And you, Dwayne Wade, not be out here talking about what that you want to do that. Now, if he's saying, you know what, he wants to do it for philanthropy and stuff like that, cool. But if you're going to be out here doing, like, half hopless life, be mad when people are oh, put your information out there. I, I want to say here because I, I want to say was it last year before that like somebody I think Gabrielle Union sued leaking her news. Yeah, saying you would have paid for it in plats mostly known for for nude some things like that. And I get it, I get it. OnlyFans is not always about news, but you persons listen for only more. So I'm confused. I'm just confused. But you know what? I'm gonna leave that alone because I'm at the point where whatever. Um, next on the NBA docket, since we are here, um, I'm just gonna read the, the title, and I'm gonna just let you unload the clip cue. Kyrie Irving okay. says that fans will down to the even after the back-to-back losses to the Cavs. <clears throat> let me take a sip. I need to take a sip before. Before this, hey Kyrie, how you doing? First of all, you need to realize that the Nets were winning before you came back. Since you've came back, since you've come back, they've lost, and not just lost; they've lost badly. They lost badly. Like Harden was averaging thirty before you came back. He's averaging less while you're taking more shots and missing them. I'm starting to think the problem is you. It's not, it's not Harden. It's not Durant. It's not any other player on that team. The problem is you. There we go. The problem is you. Like, Durant's numbers are up. Harden's numbers are down. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's shots are up. He's not making them. Isn't that isn't is isn't that one of your hallmarks? What's going on? Him being in the league, he, he's supposed to be one of these great shooters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, I question yep. that. Told us. 
I definitely question that. I just so I, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about Kyrie Irving. Like, dude, either either play or retire at this point. Just retire. Just not even, you. Not, in fact, you don't even gotta play. Don't play. Don't play. Just retire. Just retire. Yeah. Go go investigate if the Earth is really flat. Uh, uh, it, it, do whatever. Like, go burn your sage. Go burn your sage and 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 all that other shit. Just just go. Because honestly, that team is better without him. Yeah, they don't play defense oh, for me, but they don't play defense. But that team is better yeah. without without yeah. Kyrie Irving. Yep. No. Hey, can you hear me at all? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So while uh, <clears throat> while Greg is fixing his technical difficulties, I'm going to go ahead and play this first message. Here we go. No, I'm confused too. We need to collaborate. I'm looking for a partner, bro. I'm looking for a partner. We need to work with Popeye's Chicken, bro. KFC versus Popeye's Chicken. Always Popeye's. You know what I mean, man? I'm... <laughs> I want to be in gold, man. I want to be in gold. I'm looking for friends. I'm glad you're looking for friends. We may not be the ones that <laughs> can't accommodate you on that one. Anyway, next message. Here we go. All the praise that you've done on me, you deserve oh, this. You deleted my account. That's not- yeah. We're going to skip that one. Next one. Next one. Hopefully, this is a good one. What are you talking about? What are we? T- oh Jesus Christ! The, the the title is right there. Anyway, uh, for for those of you who are just joining, welcome to the sports desk with uh, Q and Greg. Uh, we're discussing everything that happened in sports the past week. There you go. All right, this last yes, one, and then we can get get back into our NBA talk. And that was nothing. Okay, next on the docket. <laughs> okay, so you hear me, right, Q? Yeah, I hear you. And now I don't. Okay, one second. <clears throat> oh, okay, I think we're back. Uh, okay, um, we have... New voicemail, let's go ahead and play it, and then, uh, let's see. Do you think Mahomes will throw more than five touchdowns in the Super Bowl? We are going to get to that in a second. Thank you for that question. We're going to put that on, we're going to put that question on ice for a minute until we, until we get to our, uh, Super Bowl predictions, but, um, we're going to, we're going to get back to that question in a minute. But thank you, thank you for thank you Absolutely. for leaving that question for us. All right, so um, next, so next in the NBA. <clears throat> so next in the NBA, um, the NBA still wants to do an All Star. Still, unfortunately, want to do an All. Trying to figure out why. Why? They should do what they, they should. We might be having yeah. some 
<clears throat> One second. Yeah. Why is the NBA trying to still trying to do an in-person all-star game? Like they should just embrace what the NFL is doing. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um the NBA should do, should just embrace what the NFL is doing and, and the, the all-star game should be virtual. Let everybody play on 2K and call it a day. I mean, that's basically where the league is headed anyway. I mean, <laughs> like, why? Like, the the virus is not getting any better. Uh, the vaccine rollout is fucked up. And then trying to invite, and President Biden is trying to get it better. Um, but... Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. So I'm gonna play this next voicemail. So here we are. Is it just me or does Bradley Bill get snuffed from the All Star weekend every year? Uh uh, uh yep. Brett, no, I I, I disagree. <clears throat> Bradley Bill has been an all star the last two years. He's been an all star the last two years. Now is he getting is he being voted as a starter? No. And I think and I think that's only because the Wizards have not been good. He does not, you know, he does not have he does not have that that gravitas that a John Wall had has or had that pre-injury that can, you know, that 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 magnetic persona that will get people to vote him as a starter. And then you have to look at the the shooting guards in the East. You have to look at the shooting guards in the East. <clears throat> um, so does he deserve to be a starter with his stats? Hell yes. Um, will he be a starter? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, guys, we had a little bit of technical difficulties. We are right back with the YBAB Sports Desk. Q, who are you? Uh, I am Mike's Harder Strawberry. Mm. And I'm Greg. So we are going to get right back to it. Um, we got cut off in the midst of talking about the NBA. Clearly, they did not want us to talk about the NBA. So we're going to just move right on in. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are officially two weeks, two weeks from Super Bowl 55. Um, but before we go there, um, before we go there, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to let you guys know Q and I, we made some right predictions, some wrong predictions. Um, but more importantly, the prediction that mattered the most was, God damn it, I was right. I told y'all, I told you motherfuckers that this was going to happen. Nobody listened. Q, do you want to tell the people what I was right about or do you want me to brag? Because I, I uh, want to. <clears throat> Oh, uh, well, everyone know last week, last week, I, I predicted that Green Bay was going to beat Tom Brady. Yes, you did. Um, I did not take into account that Tom Brady has the refs cash apps, cash app um, Mm -hmm. handles, and they got their notification in the second quarter of the game yesterday. Yes, indeed. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I said, and I quote something to the effect of. If the refs are paid, the Green Bay, uh, the Green Bay Packers will lose, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady would win. I also said, well, you can tell me if I'm lying or if I'm flying, but what I do know for a fact that I said 
is that they are going to push the narrative of the fact that Tom Brady will be the first ever quarterback to have a home game for the Super Bowl. And boy, when I tell you, boy, when I tell you, they said that shit. They said at halftime. They said it at halftime. That's when I knew. I was like, oh, the fix is in. The fix is in. Um, so, Q, I, uh, ahead of everything, I want to give another way, uh, another award away, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, my, my other award that I want to give away, Q, I want to give away the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here Award. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving and this award this away award, early. Who does this award go to? This one's <clears throat> going to surprise you, Q. Um, the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here Award is going to none other than Matt LaFleur for Nothing. Okay, so in so a must-win, yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I had, I had him, I had him nominated for the Bill O'Brien. Rider. You know, you're fucked up, right? Award. But okay, <laughs> ready to go. Ahead. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I don't think that Q. I think you and I, if you would be, it, it, it is um. Not only was I convinced that Matt thought that he, he could coach his, he didn't have. Bel- and this is the first time all year he did not believe in his quarterback. Everybody all year, they were like, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers likes his coach and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I told people, Q, before we were doing the sport, is the coach of that fucking team. And Matt LaFleur, he, he was supposed to be the person that Aaron Rodgers just said, you I want and just say yes today. It was all season. But when he said mm-hmm. kick the field, at that point, I knew. I was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be pissed. Every, his, his thing, he was already doing terrible because they kept trying to force feed the ball to Devontae Adams. And that's what pissed me off the most. Um, I, I, I sat there, Q, and I was like, wait a minute. I know for a fact that Adam Lazard, not only is he on my fan duel, but he's wide open on the field. Two touchdowns, Q. They would have won by six points exactly if they would have mm-hmm. just thrown the ball to Adam Lazard twice. But you know what they did? Aaron or or, the or Scantling. Go ahead. Or Scantling. Or Scantling. Scantling. And here's the thing. These are two proven wide receivers that in crunch time, they will catch the ball for you. They are not like a Mike Evans who's going to drop the fucking ball. We're going to get to him. We definitely going to get to him. Um, but – it, it pissed me off knowing that Aaron Rodgers. It was almost as it was almost as if like they were trying to get a bonus for throwing touchdowns and passes to each other. If like Devonte Adams is like, if I get three touchdowns, I get like a three million dollar bonus. That's what it felt like to me because it's like you're for he's already at the back of the end zone. Why are we throwing it to him? And there's a receiver right in front of him. And what, what pissed me off the most is Aaron Rodgers could have ran in a touchdown queue and he was looking for Devontae Adams. And I'm like, wait, you could have run in. That's a touchdown. That's, mm-hmm. that's six on the board. That's six on the board. And you said, you know what? I'm going to try to force feed it to Devontae. And as a result, you are in Cancun right now. Because not only did he's he in Cabo. lose the game. He's in Cabo. He's, he's in Cabo. He's in Cabo. Yo, what the? F- I, I just I couldn't understand it. I was sitting there watching the game and I was like, you know what? This should have been the later game for other reasons we'll talk about later. But Aaron Rodgers, you let your team down. Matt LaFleur, you definitely let the team down for kicking a field goal in the fourth down. But Aaron Rodgers, everybody <clears throat> kept this man was the MVP, and he probably will be the MVP for the season. Here's the thing, though. How many times is Aaron Rodgers going to, you know, is he going to almost get there? How many times is he going to be 
Oh, close, just close. Well, he's now one in four. He's now one in four in in in, in NFC Championship games. So that yeah. tells you a lot. Yeah. yeah, we have to start going and questioning the decisions that Aaron Rodgers is making. Does he need a number two receiver? I don't think so. I think he has it. Uh, MVS, he is a number two receiver. He is an M- he is a number two receiver. I can honestly say that in all confidence. Marcus Valdez Scantlin is a number two receiver and a damn good one. And if he's not on the field, you know who else you got? You have <coughs> Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. And in, in, here's the thing: if you don't have him, Q, they have not one, not two, but three running backs who can catch the ball in the backfield. This is what it, it hurt my heart. And, to and, watch and, and we and, and, and we can't even. And, and 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 that's not even that's not even forget the 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 wide receiver four, Ekmanian Saint Brown. Talk to him. Talk to kill. They have Robert Tanyan. He he is honestly like Robert Tanyan is what um what our homeboy is in San Francisco. He is he's the kittle for Green Bay. That that's what that's what scares the shit out of me because I'm like yo that game should have not been close. <clears throat> it should have not been close. That game honestly. Let me let me go back to the the actual score. Well, 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 well first, well, first, well, first, mm-hmm. Tom Brady exploited that cornerback that allowed mm-hmm. uh, 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 what's his name to score that touchdown mm-hmm. with five seconds left. They knew mm-hmm. they should have known because I knew. Yep, because I knew because that's the type of coach that Bruce Arians is. He takes risk. Hmm. He takes risk. I knew they was gonna they was gonna try to throw for a touchdown. They, they was gonna what that last play. They were they was gonna air it out. They were gonna air it yep. out. Why didn't anyone on why didn't anyone on on Green Bay? Why didn't that defender, that cornerback, that safety? You're in one on one coverage against a burner. One on one, and you don't have that same speed he has. Mm-mm. Jesus Christ! All in <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was actually mystified watching the game. Not just for that play cue. What pisses me off about it is we, you and I, we about the refs and things like that. And I was wondering when the when the refs were going to actually start throwing the flags. They didn't until the fourth quarter. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the two catches that honestly would have made that game different. And they were both to Alan Lazard, and he was held on both plays. Not only was he held mm-hmm. in both plays, Q, the refs acted like that shit did not happen. They replayed it three times for the ref, and they did not even fucking challenge this shit. The coaches couldn't challenge because they were within the two minutes, like you said. My issue is you saw the ref was standing right there, and it happened twice in the same game, the same fucking play. And you're telling me that you did not see it the first or the second time in two pivotal moments that could have changed the outcome of the game? You said, you know what? We're just going to let this play out. But the moment it happened to Brady and them, they threw the fucking flag. And I was like, it was the same play, but for the opposite team. At that point, same I knew, play. oh, this game's over. I was like, this game is over. You, you might as well go ahead and just chalk it up. At halftime, I was like, all right, the game might not be over, but it's looking like it. But then in that third quarter with Lazard, he he could have caught the pass, and they ended up calling, you know, uh, no uh, no call because of that. I was like, oh, this is over. You might as well go ahead and chalk it up. When is, it, when is the next game? Is it at 640? Can we hurry up and get there? Because I'm ready. I was at that point. <laughs> It was it was so bad. I actually I felt bad for Aaron Rodgers for a minute. I felt bad for him, but then I, I had to instantly stop feeling bad because on the sideline they kept showing Devontae Adams. Now here's the thing: 
Devontae Adams is the he is the star of his team. He is the star other than Aaron Rodgers. He is the star receiver. He is the star player, to be completely honest with you. Here's my issue. You already know you're getting your targets. In a in mm-hmm. an NFC championship game, you cannot be selfish. This is going to get you to the Super Bowl. Be selfish week three of the season. When it matters, stop, stop being line talking about how you didn't get the ball and you're mad that you didn't get the ball on the plate. Done were in the back of the end zone and he's still trying to force it to you. Your teammate was right in front of you, wide fucking open. And could have ran the ball in two times and he didn't because he was trying to force feed you the ball. And what do you do? You drop it in the end zone. Yep. Come on, come on now. And th- this is not a knock to him, but I will say this. Everybody keeps saying Deontay Adams is the theme. I feel like he complains too goddamn much. I feel like for somebody of his caliber, I have to put him up there with like Julio and, you know, the what's his name? Homeboy from Arizona. I'm sitting there like, yo, like these players, yes, they do complain. But when they complain, it's because their team isn't up to par. I'm sorry. Aaron, I have I've rarely seen him not play up. And for the one game where everybody showed up, cute. Run game showed up against Tampa Bay, who has honestly what top five uh, run defense in the league. You trying to tell me that they showed yep. up against them? Yo, Aaron Jones showed up, and not only was he getting yard, he wasn't getting like you know one or two yards to carry. This motherfucker was getting chunk yardage every fucking play to the point where I think he got like hurt at one play, and they put Jamal Williams in, and he started getting chunk yardage. I'm like, yo, run the fucking ball! But you, you know what? had to get the ball every fucking play it's like we're gonna try to force feed it to him and they couldn't force feed it to him how to overthrow Tanya and, and then the moments that they were supposed to start nobody's catching the ball Aaron Rodgers at one point I think he threw it in the back of the end zone they're like yo did see you? where was it going where was that pass going to so Aaron Rodgers right, like, in I, the fourth quarter I, in the fourth quarter what is going on there like you know the rumors of them trying to trade him and things like that it hurts it, to even talk about um Q, I'm, I'm honestly off of this game at this point. I'm off this game. I don't ever want to talk about it again. Um, I will say congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, actually, you know what? I'm not off this game. Um, Mike Evans. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Um, I've been waiting to say this fingers. shit all season. I've, I've been waiting to say this shit all fucking season. Mike Evans is a fucking bum. He, he is a red zone target, but he is not a receiving threat. You heard it here first. Everybody, oh, Mike Evans, he goes and he can get 198 yards on 12 receptions. I'm like, yes, he will. But here's the thing. It's going to have to be a very long throw, and he's going to hope that the receiver falls or he pushes them off. Mike Evans, every single game in his postseason, he's gotten with a corner or a safety. Why? Because they're doing their fucking job. Their job is to make sure you don't catch the ball. And you are arguing with them, putting your hand in their face, trying to fight them because you didn't catch. You have one job, run down the field, catch the fucking ball. Is it that hard? It cannot be that hard. But my issue with Mike Evans is this. He caught the red zone targets. And I'm like, okay, great. He caught the touchdown. Congratulations. Where are you the rest of the game? Tom Brady's throwing to you in in moments that matter. He threw three interceptions. Q, where did all three of those interceptions get thrown to? Fucking Mike Evans. Yeah, they they were all interceptions on, on passes targeted for Mike Evans. I'm honest. I'm at the... I'm at the point. I'm like, yo, like, do you realize? I, I wanted now that last one. Baby, now that la- now that last one that, that Brady threw, that was a complete duck. 
<laughs> but <laughs> that was it was in the area that was it, but it was in the area of my gatherings. Mm-hmm. So we need we need to start talking. Like people think that like he's a lead. I'm gonna tell y'all this, and it's gonna sound really fucked up. Um, I, I'm looking at Tampa Bay, and I get it. You got Brady, but y'all blame Jameis. Y'all blame <clears throat> Jameis. He you know he fishing. He's not throwing the ball. Things. Even Bruce Arians came out and said it's not all Jameis' fault, and I agree with him. Yo, y'all got to do something with Mike Evans at this point. He needs to go. He has to go. Because I'm telling you, well, if, they, if, well, they, if, they, if they win, let me finish. If, well, if they okay, win the ahead. Super Bowl, Q. Yeah, if they win the Super Bowl, it's not on the back of Mike Evans. Mike Evans is going to fold. I have in moments where it matters, he folds every single game. I was impressed. You can say the same. Chris, uh, you can say the same. You can say the same thing about Chris, Chris Godwin. Like basically, the only short fired receivers that <clears throat> that Brady Scotty has, Miller. Scotty Miller and AB. Yeah, I'm t- they better they better hope and pray. AB, he had officially he would have three weeks off before the Super Bowl. Yo, please be healthy because I'm I'm telling you this. Gronk, he he looked good for the one play he caught a pass the entire fucking game. Notice what I said. One. Play the entire game. One, Cameron Brait, he looked. He, yeah, Cameron Brait looked fantastic. I feel like Cameron Brait, he is undervalued for that team. He made plays when it mattered the most. But Mike Evans, yo, you cannot get the bag doing shit that he does on the field. I be sitting there sometimes just watching Mike Evans play, and I'm like, yo, he he, he go he, if he goes down the middle, he goes down the middle, and he's pushing down receivers, and, and the refs are looking like, do we give him a flag, or is that just how he plays? He's playing aggressively, but I'm like, yo. He's getting into it with the defenders, and the defenders are looking like, yo, like, you want me to defend him, but I'm going to get the flag for doing my fucking job. Because Mike Evans, if he don't catch the pass, he's looking at the refs instantly like, yo, where's the flag? And he's looking at him like, yo, there's no flag. You were wide open. You just dropped the fucking ball. The, the, the two interceptions, Q, the first two, Mike Evans looked at the ref as if they did something wrong. I was like, no, bro. Like, one, I get it, it was slightly overthrown, but the thing is, you could have caught that ball. You were Mike Evans. Catch that motherfucking ball. The second he one was completely. The second one was completely his fault. It went completely off his hands and into mm-hmm. into uh, uh, Jay uh, Robinson. Uh, just, just like he gifted it to him. Yo, we gotta we gotta stop making excuses for that man. Like Mike Evans, and I don't want to seem I don't want to seem like the biggest Mike Evans hater, but it just hurt. Who's he's delivering the ball to you? He was he's doing what Drew Brees can't do with Michael Thomas. Notice what I just said there. He is doing Drew Brees can't do with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas he he doesn't complain. He the ball when he can get the ball, and he delivers. But what Mike mm-hmm. Thomas can't do is complain. The reason why he can't complain is because Drew Brees is putting the ball on the dime. He's putting it where he needs to do it. Every single fucking game. He's giving him red zone targets. He's giving him targets. You know, on the, on the other fucking end of the field, he's doing it for Mike Thomas. And you know who else is doing that? Tom Brady. You know who else was doing it? Jameis Winston. The coaches are telling Jameis Winston to throw the ball to Mike Evans. Just throw it up. He'll catch it. To the point where Mike Evans, all you have to do is just go up and get it. And you can't even come down with it. That's the problem. Come down with the ball. I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be a long night on February 7th. If Mike Evans start fucking up, because w- one thing you don't want to do is this: throw three interceptions against Kansas City. I'm gonna repeat myself. 
What you don't want to do is throw three interceptions against Kansas City. <clears throat> the reason that is because of the next game to talk about. But before we go there, hit that button for me, Q. Hey, guys. I love tacos and pizza. Oh, come on now. No, no. <laughs> but we don't do that. Not around here. Be, be honest. Nope, don't do it. <laughs> Always one. Okay. One in every bunch. They're done. But basically, you know, moving right along. Um, just to close out that last game, Q, I will say this, and feel free to say anything else. Um, congratulations to Tampa Bay for doing the things that they did um, and actually showing up. Um, shout out to Green Bay. Um, more importantly, Aaron Rodgers for actually showing up when it mattered, um, even though his coach let him down with that field goal. So <clears throat> we will be we will be seeing a rematch next year. It, it's going to be a rematch. And they, I hope that they come out on the other side. Um, the reason why is because the NFC don't look good. They don't look better than those two teams that I saw last night. Neither team in the NFC right now looks as good as both the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. Some people are going to be like, well, wait till after the draft. I don't. I don't care about this point. Um, we, we can talk about news really quick because I think we can like talk about that and then go straight into this next game with this Kansas City game. So let's just go into go the news. Um, first and foremost, Q, um, Dwayne Haskins got signed by the, by the Steelers. Can we just start there? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I can't even make it make sense. The Steelers, they could have waited for Cam. They could have gone. Honestly, they could have gone after Deshaun Watson. We're gonna talk about him in a second too, because I'm at this point where like that motherfucker can do anything. He he can do a Harden. He's gonna be the next Harden for the NFL. But we're gonna talk about him. But Dwayne Haskins got signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just I don't know if this. I don't know if the, the Steelers like you know what everybody else got a black quarterback. We need one. Who's cheap? And <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. Q, this is your floor. I have nothing. This is your moment. Go for it, man. I I, I am completely speechless on this one. I, I think if you've listened to the show, you know how I feel about Dwayne Haskins. Um, <clears throat> he is now he is career backup material right now, and I I hope that changes. But he is career backup out of the league in in another two years. Uh, uh, the 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 boy does not he does not take this seriously. Uh, and he's gonna be out of the league. I, honestly, yeah. in two years, I give it two years. <clears throat> two years, he's out of the league. Q, he went to the Steelers. <laughs> I just at some point you have to sit there and just laugh at like just everything that just goes around. All the free agents that you could have waited for. You could just wait four weeks, four fucking weeks. And you could say, you know what? I can have my pick. Because who the fuck doesn't want to play in Pittsburgh? Who does not want to be a backup to Ben or a starter when Ben inevitably leaves pretty much in the offseason? Because you know what's going to happen. Y'all picked mm-hmm. up Dwayne Haskins. Can, can I just say this, Q? They could have picked up Dak Prescott. They could have picked up Jacoby Brissett. They could have traded for Matt Stafford. They could have traded for Matt Stafford. I, I'm, I'm sitting, honestly, they could have gone for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, actually, you know what? 
we, we're gonna talk about him in a second. I, I, I'm really pissed <clears> off, <throat> but we're gonna get there. Dwayne Haskins got signed, and you know most people were like, but you know Colin Kaepernick, he, he's still not signed. You know what? This is one of those moments where this ain't even about cap anymore. I, I'm I, we're, we're done with the cap talk now. The Pittsburgh Steelers said, you know what? We are gonna pick up a bum ass nigga who there ain't no strip clubs in Pittsburgh, bro. Where, why? Why? <laughs> what, what is he going to do? Here's the thing. Dwayne Haskins, you signed to a team that has no strip clubs in its state. You have, you're going to be on a team that honestly don't want you to play. I, I honestly would rather gouge my eyes out than watch Juju Smith-Schuster drop a pass that Dwayne Haskins overthrows. I, I don't want to see that shit. I, I, yo, I would have I rather them pay Mitch Trubisky than have fucking Dwayne Haskins sign for the Steelers. Yo, Andy Dalton's a free agent. Nathan Peterman. I don't even, I don't like Nathan Peterman. Pick him up. <laughs> Nathan Peterman, one who is, who had, who had 13, 14 interceptions to one touchdown pass. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this shit, this shit is disgusting. When I saw that pop up on the athletic app and on um, like Yahoo Sports, I was like, yo, this is a joke because it popped up first and they said, actually, let me get the article because the article fucked with me. It was like Dwayne Haskins to visit Pittsburgh Steelers as a free agent on Thursday. Q, no lie. I promise you this. This is the USA Today who wrote that article. Do you know 17 minutes after they posted that, they said Dwayne Haskins is a signed free agent. It was almost like they said, you know what? We'll we'll pay you a thousand dollars and you know some stripper coins. And he said, you know what? Sure, sure. <laughs> Q, you're trying to tell me he signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers <clears throat> in 17 minutes from the last article, which means that did they give him? He knew, he did knew. they give him? Did they they must have gave him uh, all one of those. Uh, you know, you remember those VIP cards, Sebastian Crew? That's what he yep. got. Mm-hmm. Yo, here's the thing, Dwayne Haskins. I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I've seen this before. They are going to convert you. You think you're going to be signed to be a quarterback there. You are going to be a receiver next season. Because they're like, he's good with his legs. He, he has the, the next size. Logan Thomas. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a tight end. And we're like, yo, like, I'm playing Dwayne Haskins in fantasy football in the tight end flex position. Why? Because <clears throat> he's not going to be your quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is honestly Taysom Hill without an arm. And Taysom Hill don't even have an arm. Dwayne Haskins is just... Boy, I'm tired of talking about this, man. I'm fuck this guy. Like, what? What? Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> oh, like that shit actually makes my. I'll, next voicemail, Q. Hit the button. Jesus Christ. There you go. What up, Q and Greg? Yo, um, Drew Brees made Michael Thomas. I mean, he's a he's a great player, mm-hmm. but let's be real. Drew Brees made him. You know what I mean? It reminds me of Jason Kidd and and uh, Kenyon Martin. You know what I mean? Like. Jason Kidd made Kenyon Martin like that combination. Like he made him. Um, so that being said, uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers he puts up with whoever he's mm-hmm. getting now. Um, whether it be Jameis or um, Taysom, but uh, but yeah, Chiefs gonna win this. I love the goat, but he's not getting his seventh ring. It's gonna be thirty-one twenty-one. Man, Chiefs gonna roll, boy. Like who we fooling? Chiefs winning. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute we got a hot take already we, we got you know i got 31 21 yes he said yes, 31 indeed. 21 chiefs I'm, I'm, I'm gonna remember that 
Greg wrote it down. You heard it here first. That was our first prediction. Anybody else got any NFL predictions for February 7th? Please feel free to leave a voicemail. But that is our first yeah. one. Who was that? that was, who was that that left that voicemail? That was Jumpstart, right? So yeah, go ahead and hit that button, woman. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen that Stafford is going to be traded. And so I'm really curious where he's going to go. Um, definitely to a contender. I would yeah. imagine he's probably he probably will land with the Colts, I think. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Um, so so let me speak to that. Let me speak to that. Go for it. Um, everyone is saying the Colts, but here's the team that he's here's the team he's going to get traded to. Don't you say it, Q. Don't you fucking say it. Don't you say the it. team, if you, if you, the city, <laughs> don't you, the city, the city that had white insurrectionists <sighs> storm the Capitol on January 6th. Come on, Q. Come on, Q. Come on. And, uh, and let me like, explain why. <clears throat> no, no, no. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. First of all, when Washington traded for Alexander Smith four years ago, can you believe it's been four years? Four years ago. Mm-hmm. This year, four years ago. <clears throat> Alex Smith cost the, the Washington football team, or at that time, the R-Skins, <clears throat> a third-round pick and Kendall Fuller. Mind you, <clears throat> Alex Smith had a 4,200-yard season and got his team to the playoffs, the second round of the playoffs. <clears throat> the second Talk your shit, uh, the, To the divisional round of the playoffs. And was one heartbeat away from the conference from the AFC championship the year before Mahomes took over. <clears throat> this is a hot Matt take. Stafford. Matt Stafford is at the time that he's at the time the 2021 season would kick off, would be 33. Alex Smith was 34. <clears throat> Alex Smith was 34 when he was traded. Um Matt Stafford, great stats, losing teams. He has not well. He has not played in a playoff game. It's not his mm. fault. Detroit is a terrible franchise. Terrible, terrible. Come on now, come on now. That, that that's my boy. <clears throat> that's his home team. You can't be talking about them. You can't be talking about the Lions Detroit. like that. Detroit is a terrible franchise. So, <clears throat> oh boy. So the Washington the Washington football team picks number nineteen. Don't say it. Pick number nineteen. No. Mm-mm-mm. The Washington football mm-hmm. team is not going to get a is <clears throat> is not going to get a quarterback at nineteen. Matt Stafford has six years. Well, four. He has four great years left. Six years in total. <clears throat> That's a first round pick. Mm. That's the first round pick. The okay. Washington football team is going to trade number 19 and a third round pick next in 2022 for Matt Stafford. And he, or <clears throat> if they don't trade a pick, they're going to trade maybe Ioannidis or John Allen. And Matthew Stafford will be wearing number nine in D.C. come August. That is the hottest take I've ever heard. I don't believe it at all. But, hey, if you believe that, Q, I'm, let me go ahead and take oh, my hot take. Oh, one more. Go one ahead. more. Go oh, ahead. There, go there's ahead. one more. 
the the general manager who drafted Matt Stafford is the new general manager in Washington. Mm-hmm. So that, that could that that could be right, but why not go after youth? Um, like I no, I, so I, so I, no, now now now. Would I love to see Deshaun Watson in a DC, in a Washington in a Washington uniform? You goddamn right. But the cost of getting him, the it, the cost of getting Deshaun Watson, <clears throat> the cost of getting Deshaun Watson for any team is going to be basically what the Saints paid Washington, in fact, in nineteen ninety nine. To get Ricky to draft Ricky Williams number two overall, mm. that took the Saints' entire draft. Mm. Like the Saints, in, the Saints traded the entire draft, all, every draft pick in '99 to get Ricky Williams. That's what it's going to cost mm. for, for any team to get Deshaun Watson. It's going to cost multiple first round picks. It's going to be like Boston. It's going to be like Brooklyn. They're going to mm. now. Do you do you do it? Hell yes, a twenty-six-year-old, a twenty, a twenty-five-year-old franchise quarterback, established franchise quarterback, who threw, who who threw for nearly five thousand yards on a four and eleven, four and eleven and one team. You better, you damn right. I would, I would spend that capital. But you got to think of the other needs that the Washington Football Team needs right now. They need a, oh, they need a, they need a, they need a wait. You said that Matt Stafford's twenty-five. He's thirty-two. No, no, no. I say I want Deshaun Watson. Oh, on Watson, yeah. Okay. I, I would not. I would not give. And and, and like the football team has the, has they have the salary cap space to go get him, <clears throat> but the amount of draft capital, and you know Houston is going to ask for either Deron Payne or yep, mm-hmm. they're going to ask for Deron Payne. They're going to ask for they're going to ask for Fuller. They may fuck it. They may fuck around and ask for Chase Young. No. Talk that shit, Q. Talk that shit. Yo, uh, I, I can't even argue you, Q. Um, I personally, I was going to say that he was going to go to San Francisco. The reason why, he's a perfect fit. They got Debo. They got Brandon Ayuk. They got George Kittle. Um, they have pretty much 17 running backs, so it don't even matter. You can be like, you know what? I think San Francisco is the only team that all the running backs be injured and they still manage to have four. I, I just don't see it. It's only them. Um, but um, I, I well, San Francisco runs. San Francisco, San Francisco runs it. Look, Kyle Shanahan runs the same off, basically the same offense that his father ran. His own read. Look at every look at every running back that played in DC when Mike Shanahan was head coach and and Kyle was offensive coordinator. They all did well. Look at all the running backs in Atlanta. Devontae Freeman, Mr. Injured himself. They all did. Mm-hmm. All yep. of the running backs that, that, that Mike Shanahan coached in Denver, they all did yep. well. Yep. They, they run that, 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 that offense that, Mike, that, that Kyle Shanahan runs, that zone read, that zone read mm-hmm. is designed for <laughs> – you know, it's it's basically it's ventures of the West Coast of the West Coast offense. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any running back that plays for San Francisco is going to do well because that's the scheme they run. 
Yeah. Now, I, I want to hear from some of these listeners, Q. So shout out to you guys for leaving these voicemails. Thanks for <clears> guys <throat> fucking with us. Go ahead, Q. Hit that button for me. Here's my take on Pittsburgh getting Dwayne Haskins. I mean, the Steelers got a history of uh, drafting black mobile quarterbacks. You know, they they got the Mike Vick, you know what I mean? And I don't even know. They might have had, like, Byron Leftwich once upon a time before he retired. <laughs> Charlie Batch, you know what I mean? So they didn't – so, 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 let – oh, God. How do I put this nicely? Dwayne Haskins is a statue. He is not mobile. He is not mobile. He has the, he has the ability to be so, but he's not. I, I just don't believe – and it's weird because, you know, being a black guy, like, I'm supposed to champion us. But Dwayne Haskins has let me down for far too long. And at some point, you have to just know that they are, like, beyond, like, just being something. And he's just not there for me. When, when I see Haskins, I'm like, yo, like, how are you going to let me down next? He, he's, that, he's that family member who comes to the cookout and they bring a half bottle of alcohol. That's him. Be like, yo, like, where did all the alcohol go? I drunk it on the way here. That, that is Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins goes to the strip club with no money and leaves with 50 bucks. That is who Dwayne Haskins is. You'd be like, how did you get 50 bucks? With his I read it. <laughs> yo, what? You'd be sitting there like, yo, Dwayne Haskins, please explain to me why. you. Ha- Here's the thing. You had a franchise in the palm of your hands, and you said, you know what? Pussy means more. Pussy, that's not even yours. You Dwayne Haskins. You- <sighs> Come on. Who, who has a girl? Who has a girl? Now he said he was there. He was there because it was his girlfriend's birthday or something. Why are you going to the strip? I, mean, I get it, but still, you got a you got a chick. You got a chick at home. Why? I mean, if, if it was her idea, her idea, okay, that's one thing. But you, come on, man, come come on. I'm like Randy Moss right now. Come on, man. Yeah, this shit is. I don't, you know what? I'm not talking about that man no more. I'm, the next time you hear me talk about Dwayne Haskins, he is going to start in a preseason game. Notice what I just said there. He is going to start in a preseason game at quarterback, not at wide <laughs> receiver, not at tight end. That is the next time you hear me talk about Dwayne Haskins because I'm sick of this shit. He has to stop letting the world down. Right now, there's three people who have started 2021 and let black people down. Number one, Dwayne Haskins. Number two, Kanye West. And number three, anybody who ends up getting throat chopped by Liam Neeson in the Taken movies that is of color. And they ain't even got to be black. I'm just putting them there as a default. Just as like a placeholder. Because <laughs> for some unknown reason, I feel like that is... I would have had another black let me down, but I just didn't have one at the moment. But Dwayne Haskins is definitely at the top of that list. Actually, Shaquille O'Neal. He's number three. Because boy, oh boy. we Here's mm, mm, mm. mm. it. Dwayne Haskins just pissed me off so much. I think he might have gone up the list. He might have surpassed Kyrie Irving for just like all the potential in the world and no fucking common sense. Yo, the Washington football team, I'm telling you this now, Q, in the next two years, we're going to be looking at Washington like, oh, playoffs? Yes. They're going far? Yes. NFC champs? Possibly. And I'm not the biggest Washington football team fan. But what I do know is this. That, that could have been Dwayne Haskins. That, with, that, but with, all you gotta, with that defense, all you got to be is a game manager. Yo, this man, Dwayne Haskins. Throw for 200 you know yards. What? Throw for Strippers. 200 yards. 
All, this, this is all Dwayne Haskins had to do. He had to be, he, he, he had to be Trent Dofer. Don't turn the fucking ball over. Throw for 150 to 230 yards. Throw two touchdowns, one to two touchdowns, and let the defense win the fucking game for you. I'm sick of this guy. That's it. I'm fucking, fucking sick of him. Dwayne Haskins, you are the Bama of the week. Dwayne has, you know what? I'm taking this back. Dwayne Haskins, I am officially giving you an award. You, Dwayne Haskins, you are getting the Lord Shamik in the Streets Hum Award from me this week because we're trying to figure <laughs> out, mm, like, yo, you and the Lord Shamik in the Streets Hum Award because boy, boy, boy that nigga is. Tr- <laughs> you know, I, I called him a nigga with the hard R there because that boy, boy, Pittsburgh, come on. Do, do he not realize they do not fuck with black people in Pittsburgh? And the only, I'm telling you, Mike Vick couldn't go to a pet code in Pittsburgh now. But they accepted him because hey, it's Mike Vick. He got the legs. Like, cool. But Dwayne Haskins? Come on, bro. No. No, baby. That's not, that's not how it works. Dwayne Haskins. I guess he was like, you know what? He, he, he took the first job offer. It was like a temp agency where they were like, you know what? We got a job. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take it. It's like, yo, you, you <laughs> to go to Pittsburgh, that right? Sound, that, 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 that sounded like me my first, uh, my first year out of college. Uh, yo, I, <laughs> I, I took the, it, it only paid $17,000 a year. And I'm like, yes, I get to move out of state. <laughs> and I get to move out of state and I have no bills. Because I lived on campus. No. I, just, I just figured it out. I just figured it out. The reason why, the reason why Dwayne Haskins took that Pittsburgh job is not because he wants to be in Pittsburgh. It's just right down the beltway to come to D.C. and go to see them strippers. That's what it was. God damn it. That's what it was. He said, you know, yeah, he can, he said, I can get I can hop on the turnpike and be home in four in, in five hours. Exactly. <laughs> mm hmm. Anything for the pussy. He said, you know what? Stadium got them bitches. I can go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they gotta play Washington. They gotta play Washington next year too. Oh my God, yo! If this nigga Dwayne Haskins comes to Washington next year and fucking plays them in DC as a starting quarterback for the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm done. We gotta burn FedEx Field down. Cause what the what? Oh my God! Whew. Play the play the voicemails, Q. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick of this shit. Dijon. All right, boy. Yeah, look at you. You almost had it. You had one job. You got blocked. Don't do that ever again. Let me let me do a pre thing again. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is a fun show. We like to have to talk our shit. But what y'all not gonna do is play in these voicemails. You will get your ass blocked. And I'm not playing. Next voicemail though. Hey, Mike Tomlin's willing to take a chance and be patient and 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 really coach up Dwayne. Hopefully, he ain't gonna be at the strip club getting his fucking <laughs> letting it rain. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> okay, the, the 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 one coach that doesn't that, that should not that has a fire under their ass right now, who has not mm-hmm. got fired yet, is Mike Tomlin. So I don't think mm-hmm. he has patience on his side. Yo. he should have went to he should have went to the Jets. He should have went to the Jets or Detroit, who's in oh, a full teardown. Oh Boy, God, Houston. So Boy, Houston. They're gonna need. A, they're gonna need a quarterback in a couple of weeks. Yo, do you understand how funny that was? <laughs> that was <laughs> fucking good. Oh my God. Woo! Hit that button. You hit that button. 
I'm not going to sit here and, and debate you about the Detroit Lions. They have been terrible. We've wasted draft picks. We've picked people over other people that's done, done well. Uh, but I think with Dan Campbell now, I think with them hiring Deuce Staley, um, I think with the new GM, I think it's promising. I can't make any promises, but I think it's going to be a, a – a different team. I think the regime they have right now is definitely going to be a, a lot more <clears throat> productive than we've probably seen in many years. So I'm looking forward to the season. I, I'm, I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, Dan Campbell in introductory press conference. First of all, you gave him six years, and Eric B. Enemy is still not a head coach. Yeah, Eric B. Enemy is still not a head coach. Second, second, second. This man, Dan Campbell, in his introductory press conference said, we are out to chew, to chop off your kneecaps. What the fuck was that? I, I listened to that, and I, and I immediately just thought of Bomani Jones in my head. Like, you gave this man six years? You gave this man six years. When Eric Bieniemy is still not a head coach. Yeah. Now, granted, Houston is the only job available. It's the only job still left. Uh, we'll see in two weeks. But Eric Bieniemy is still not a head coach. Mm-mm-mm. Hit that button one more time, please. Also, I'm not believing any accused takes until <laughs> the Steelers fire their coach. And so until then... Um, all his takes are hot. You heard and they remain hot. <laughs> you heard that, Q. <laughs> yeah. They ain't fired him yet, though. So he, they have not. They have not fired him yet. They have not fired him yet. But he is definitely on the hot seat. Yes, he is. Yes, he, he is, is on the hot seat, and that and the temperature is rising. Temperature is rising. Go ahead, hit that button one more time for me, sir. Dwayne Haskins is trash, bro. Man, listen. What? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I just, I just heard Dwayne Haskins don't start in the preseason game. Yeah, of course. Duh. He's not going to start in the regular season game <laughs> unless bearing injury to the quarterback. Like, come on, guys. Let's be keeping a buck, bro. That man didn't do nothing in his first year. Mind you, he's been there for two years. I wouldn't say that for one year. Yeah, he's been there for two years, right? Alex Smith comes in after having his leg damn near ripped off and comes in and gets to watch the Redskins in the playoffs. You got to go. You're not, you're, you're a backup, career backup the rest of your career, period. You know, and it sucks because this is how it is. Yeah. I'll say this though. Um, I will say this. Ben Roethlisberger is fragile right now. And I don't want you to jinx it and say that Dwayne Haskins will not start. And then <clears throat> Ben gets injured in the off season. And who do we have to deal with? <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Yo, yo, I'm telling you, Pittsburgh is the type of team, they already hired Dwayne Haskins, and he has at least six months to go and get the tutelage of Roethlisberger, right? And what's going to happen? Ben's going to get injured. You know, knock on wood, he doesn't. But just, you know, by the stroke of luck, it might happen. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to end up trying to be like Baltimore and pick up RG3 as their backup to him to tutor Dwayne Haskins. It's going to happen. You heard it here first. And I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> Yo, it's it's going to be like watching Juana Man and like Mike back to back. It's going to be trash. It's going to be trash. Yo, 
please god i'm telling you like if you could do me any favors just do not let Dwayne haskins start in any football games like i don't even want anything for christmas this year just do not let Dwayne haskins prosper because i do not want to be wrong because the last thing i want to see q is an afc game where pat mahomes plays the pittsburgh steelers and fucking Dwayne haskins throws two touchdowns and 209 yards against him because i'm gonna have to eat my words and i don't want to do that shit <laughs> i do not want to see it you know because then you know what's gonna happen everybody's gonna be like oh well Dwayne haskins you know he just needed the right tutelage he just needed a black quarterback coach he didn't need the quarterback whisperer no Dwayne, what you know Dwayne haskins he needed stripper wings that's what he needed he need nothing else <laughs> stripper wings <laughs> Oh, boy! And them wings at them wings at stadium are good. Wait a minute! I don't know who we're talking about. Dwayne Haskins. That's the quarterback of the Washington Redskins, or the ex quarterback. Correct? Am I one? The one that was tripping about going out and partying and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking of, right? Mm -hmm. Dwayne Haskins. Hold on. Yep, that's exactly who you're thinking of. Yep. And now he is the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Lordy, Lordy. This is what happens when you don't get the switch as a child, when your parents don't beat you good. Like Dwayne Haskins, he is a privileged problem child. I can't see it. He is a backup to Ben Roethlisberger. I get it. We want to be inclusive. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to be the Uncle Ruckus today because that nigga is guilty of being a trash quarterback. (laughs) That nigga is guilty. What? What? Dwayne Haskins. Oh, my God. No, I've not seen anything good from Dwayne Haskins in uh, ever. Three years. Three years. Three years. That, that's, that feels like forever, don't it? I mean, I mean, 2020, 2020 felt like 40 years in one. But, yeah. Yo, yo we got to stop shooting quarterbacks, Bill, man. Here's the thing. If you're a trash quarterback, I have all the smoke for you. If I see Dwayne Haskins in the club, I'm telling you – I'm going to be like, hey, yo, I appreciate you for being an athlete, but bro, like you've cost the home team a lot. Yo, we could have been in the playoff playoffs and you fucked it up, sir. You fucked it up. Because think about it. Brady, with the refs, he got past Green Bay. Washington's defense could have got past Green Bay alone. Dwayne Haskins, bro. Mm -mm -mm. So trash. So trash. Um, Let's move on because we've been talking about Dwayne for for way too long. Um. Real quick. Okay, but well, let's play um, this one last voicemail before. Go ahead. Let's play this last voicemail. That. You know, Stafford, Matt Stafford ain't trying to be in Detroit anymore, man. They, that's where careers go to die. They ran Sanders out of there. They they ran Megatron out. I mean, he did what he could. I mean, he went to the playoffs in 2000, 2011, 2014, 2016, um, 0-3 in his career in the playoffs, lost in the first round every time. Um, to the mm-hmm. Saints, Cowboys, and uh, to the Seahawks, man, he's not trying to die in Detroit. I mean, hopefully, nope. he gets a new start somewhere else. Yeah, and like you know, shout out to you know our boy, man. Like wherever he goes, man, he's going to prosper. I don't care where he goes, and I'm not even a big like hater of Detroit. I, I feel like Detroit is the better team in their division. It's just they always just have a bad strike of luck, like. They always lose the games that could get them in the playoffs, and it's always against a divisional team. Like, they should beat Chicago every year with Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. To me, personally. Trubisky played good this year, but I still think that Chicago is an absolutely trash team. 
every time I watch them play, it's it's like watching people skate backwards. It's like I don't want to see it, and I hope nothing bad happens. But I like watching accidents, and that's what happens every time I watch the Chicago Bears. I'm like, yo, this shit is just bad. It's so bad when they come on Thursday night football queue. I'm waiting for the NBA season to start. That's why I'm confused <laughs> as to why Detroit can't. Like, yo, I'm, I might be the only person that when the Lions come on every Thanksgiving, I know for a fact that I want them to win, knowing that they're going to lose. And then every year, every year they let me down. I'm like, yo, can y'all just win once, please? Yo, I, I, just, I just don't understand it. But we, we got to keep moving, Q. We got to keep uh, moving. So um, I need to know your potential landing spots for Cam Newton. Give me two. <clears throat> Um. Uh, shit. Uh, well, Washington. If they don't Come trade on. for Stafford, if they don't trade for if they don't trade for Stafford, he could be that. Mm-hmm. He could be that bridge. He could be that bridge mm-hmm. to an, another an, uh, another quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <clears throat> uh, Indy. Indy, okay. I like that Indy pick. That that's definitely a wild card, but I like that pick. Um, me personally, Q, I was going to go with one white team, one black team. When I say that, meaning like a team that you know they'll embrace him because they have the receivers for him, but they have to re-sign their acquisitions. Number one, Chicago. Like they have to keep Allen Robinson, and right now their team is destined for the playoffs and to be a repeat playoff contender. The issue is they just need a quarterback, man. They need a quarterback bad. And Trubisky and Foles are not it. So I want to see Cam play for Chicago. I, and I think he can help them win games. So that's my first team. And um, this one I'm not really sure about because I feel like Denver isn't going to do it. I hope that they move on from Drew Locke, but I don't think they're going to. But I could see Cam in a Denver Broncos jersey. Mm. I can see it. Yeah. And my wild card cue, my wild card is this. Um, I don't know how possible it could be thanks to the contracts. I could see the Minnesota Vikings going and either cutting or trading our boy from, you know, the Washington football team, our old quarterback, getting him to go somewhere else and then bringing Cam on it. I don't see. Yeah, that contract is that that contract is untradeable. That that contract. That contract, like that's a forty million dollar cap hit. That's why, that's why Carson Wentz is going anywhere because yeah. if the Eagles trade him, that is a if they trade him, that's a fifty million dollar hit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. fifty million about dollar that. hit. <clears throat> Did not even think of that. Q, let's see what these people have to say. Go ahead and hit that button for me. Right. Dang, you're a Lions fan? That's tragic, bruh. Dang. <laughs> Dang. I don't even know what to say, bro. Man, I hope that they get some help, man. You never know. I like Matthew Stafford. Though. Matthew Stafford's a gamer, bro. Sad that he want to leave. Though. I don't blame him, though. Damn, y'all think about it now. Everybody leaving their prime, huh? First we had it was Barry Sanders, and it was Calvin Johnson. Now it's, well, to be fair, they retired. Just straight up, they say you should play for the Lions. We just wasted nine years of our life playing for the Lions. I'm done. I retired. That's something else, ain't it, gangster? Oh man, yep, absolutely right. Absolutely right. I, agree. right. I absolutely agree. Hey yo, like I think like Deshaun should go 
to Chicago or Aaron Rodgers should go to Chicago. Somebody needs to go to Chicago. That defense is championship ready. Like somebody goes on that team, they go into the Super Bowl. I mean, shit. Like mm-hmm. Chicago beat the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year, nineteen to seventeen, with nobody at quarterback. I hate Mitch Trubisky. Look at his face. He just looks fucking clueless. He looks stupid. Fucking guy, how the hell do you pass? The GM Chicago should hang himself. How do you how do you trade up at number two to pick him over Patrick Mahomes? Why? Talk your shit, Jim Star. Do you hear yes. him? I hear I hear the conviction in his voice, man. Go ahead. You know what? Shout out to Jim Star, man. If y'all are not following Jim Star right now, you need to. Because that man just said everything I felt. Go go ahead, man. Hit that button one more time for me, Q. I honestly don't see Cam Newton getting a job at all. He's not going to be back in New England, and I don't really see a team taking a chance on him being a quarterback, being a starter. He's And Cam will not settle at being a backup. That being said, he's probably going to get a job on ESPN um, as a set designer. No. 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 Not the set designer, bro. A oh, set my God. Designer. That was good. That, that was a true gem right there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yes, Lord. Oh my God! Like, he can be a he can yeah. be a starting running back, but a set designer. <laughs> oh God, that was good. Oh. That was fire. Oh, oh my God. Um, what else do we have on the Doctor Q? Um, Deshaun Watson. He said he would rather play for the New York Jets than the Houston Texans. I need your take. I, I have nothing. I'm done. I'm fucking done with Deshaun Watson. Go ahead. Deshaun Deshaun Watson is doing everything he can to get traded. And I respect that because Houston is a trash franchise. Trash franchise. They they have okay. When they came back in the league, they had David Carr. David Carr was the highest rated quarterback in that draft. I think it was in 2003, 2002, actually. They let that man they let that they let they let David Carr get sacked 75, 8, 75, 67, 59, and 72 times. <clears throat> they hated that man. <laughs> 72 times. And he was the number one. He was the number one pick. Man. Matt Sharp, Matt Sharp. Couldn't stay upright. To save his life mm. because they had a trash offensive line. And this was with Andre Johnson. Mm. Then you get Deshaun Watson. You don't build a line around him either. Deshaun Watson has taken the most has taken the most sacks over the over three years. The offensive line is the reason why Deshaun Watson tore his ACL his rookie season. Mm. Then not just that. You don't build around him. <clears throat> you don't you, you don't call yourself building around him and you trade his number one target for a bag of chips and David Johnson. David Johnson, who yeah. has been washed who has been washed up since his days to, since his days in Arizona. David Johnson is the reason why Arizona traded. For King and Drake. Houston 
is a trash franchise. And I, you know what? You know what? You might even can go ahead and throw the entire city of Houston as trash. Yep. Yeah, I said it. The entire, the entire city. The entire city. Trash. Yep. Definitely let that man walk. So I want, so I want, and 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 the reason, the reason why Deshaun, I want Deshaun Watson out of there is because if your team, if you're, if you have you you have a franchise quarterback in the building, and you do not listen or consider, you do not listen. Or consider what your franchise quarterback is asking you to do in terms of who to hire as a general manager and as a head co- and as a head coach. You don't deserve him. That you don't deserve him. You don't deserve him. So I want Deshaun Watson to go. I want him to be traded, and I want Houston to go almost sixteen for the next three years. Talk that shit. And 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 honestly. And honestly, honestly, I would rather wait for Eric Bieniemy to be a head coach next season, after 2021 is over, than to be the head coach of that shit show in Houston. Mm. Let I'm glad you said. I ain't got let let Bieniemy let Bieniemy let him bake in the oven just one more year, than to go to Houston. Mm -hmm. I have nothing, Q. I, I'm at the point with the the whole Watson thing where th- there's nothing I can say or do that's going to change shit. I just hope for the best. Um, I hope he goes where he's happy, but it's not going to be the Jets. The fact that he even said that shit, he should be slapped in the in the lip. He needs to be slapped in the fucking lip for that shit. Um, the reason why is because just know, bro, like go somewhere where you you are going to play to your caliber. Please just play to your caliber. Do not go to a team thinking you're going to get the bag and then you end up like fucking anybody on the Washington Wizards or like <laughs> fucking rusted when like I'm, I'm t- just stop, man. Go somewhere where you know for a fact that you can thrive. Now, I know I am I am a Jets fan. I know all season Q for the last 20 episodes, the entire, you know, 17-week season, I kept saying, you know what? The Jets are going to win this week. The Jets are going to win. And they lost every week except for the two fucking weeks I, I picked against them. The two weeks. But what's not going to happen is this. Deshaun Watson is going to go to the fucking Jets. And they're going to give him receivers. They're going to give him people to play with. They're not going to do it. And God, I mean, I get it. Adam Gase is gone. And, you know, that's a good thing. But I just I don't want to see somebody who has all the potential in the world go to a team where in two years he's going to be just as upset because they did the same shit that his last team did, which is absolutely nothing. I don't want that for him. Man. So, Deshaun, I need you to think wisely on where you sign. Um, you know, he can't obviously sign to Jacksonville or nothing like that, but go somewhere where you are going to be appreciated. Do not go to a team thinking, you know what, I'm going to turn this team into a contender. Nick Foles thought the same thing when they gave him the bag. Newsflash. New, uh, Nick Foles is some bullshit. Go to Chicago, bro. Go to... Shit, I'd rather him stay in Houston, to be completely honest. But the Jets? The Jets, my nigga? No. No. Cut the cap. Cut the fucking cap. That, I can't <laughs> do it. Nope. Yo, go to Denver. 
Go to the fucking Saints if you have to. Come to Washington. Please come here. You will thrive here. But what you're not going to do is you're going to go to the other New York team. Notice what I said. The other New York team. Go there and be in the playoffs. Not with Belichick being, you know, in your division. Not with Miami being in your division. It's not going to happen, baby. It's not going to happen. Buffalo. Yeah, we ain't even and talking Buffalo. about Buffalo. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, we're we gonna get to them in a second because you know we still ain't even done that game. Ain't much to talk about, but we're gonna talk about that game. But yeah. Um in, in other news, Q. Um, before we get to the next voicemails, a uh, couple other pieces. Um, your boy, uh your team rather, named Martin Mayhew as the GM. What's your thoughts? Anytime a black person is hired as a GM, that's a day to celebrate. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, three person, three, three persons of color was hired as general managers this 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 hiring cycle. That's actually better than than the head coaches. Only one mm-hmm. person of color, and that's Robert Saleh in New York <clears throat> for that other New York team was hired as a was hired uh, as a head coach. So the mm-hmm. they were uh, there were six, I think six or seven GM openings and three per- people. Three persons of color uh, were hired, mm. <clears throat> and right now, Mm-mm-mm. just one black head coach was hired this cycle. Yep, they don't really care about. I mean, okay. like, yeah. like, 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 ser- like, seriously, like, seriously. I've been saying this for weeks. I've been saying this for weeks. White privilege is a bitch. You let the offensive coordinator. For the Indianapolis Indianapolis Colts, no one in, no one fucking knew. Get hired, the head coach of the Eagles, only because they want to save mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. That's that's the only reason yeah. why he got hired, because he <clears throat> because he is a, a disciple of Frank Reich. Mm. Frank Reich, you hire a tight end coach in, De- in Detroit. Over now, I now granted the NFL must change its hiring practices. They let let coaches who are who whose teams are in the playoffs let them interview and accept jobs. You know, regardless of their teams in the playoffs. That's the that's the reason why Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach right now, and it's not his fault. It's 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 the fault of his team's success. And that's a travesty. Mm. That's a travesty. Mm. There are numerous black offensive coordinators. Like, I hope in, in a couple of years that Byron Leftwich is a head coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. I hope Anthony Lynn rehabilitates his image in Detroit and is rehired as a head coach somewhere. I want Eric Bieniemy to get a job today. Not the Houston job. I want him to get a job today. It may take next year. Uh, he should be a. He should have been a head coach last year. <clears throat> he should have been a head coach last year. Mm. But you know what? Until players hold their teams accountable for not hiring few persons of color, regardless of their black. Or, or you know, Hispanic or whatever. Until the players take a stand, 
the, these racist white owners are not going to hire a black person to be a head coach. Mm. Because the head coach, <clears throat> the head coach is the face of the team. The GMs work in the background. The head coach is the face of the team. Mm. And these racist fucks who own NFL teams are not going to hire a person of color to be the face of their team, especially when they're giving money to Donald fucking Trump. Mm. And and these dipshit Republicans who who supported an insurrection against this country. Why? Because that's going to lose them money. Mm. But you know what? It might be time for them to start losing some fucking money because there are there are damn good coordinators, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, that should be head coaches right now. Mm. Head coaches right now. But until the NFL becomes, until their ownership becomes more progressive, which they'll never be, because you've got to think about where these cities are located. Until these, mm. until they become progressive, like the NBA, we're going to have hiring cycles where only one, maybe two, possibly zero black head coaches are, uh, are hired. Mm. You heard it from Q. I ain't got to say shit. Fuck that. Next voicemail. Fuck that. I ain't got nothing else to say. What do you think about Kanye West? Um, I know one thing. I think you ain't gonna get another fucking voicemail with that name. I know that's true. What's that, that's not happening. We don't do that around here, buddy. Read the room. <clears throat> you too. I don't even know what the fuck he had to say, but he's muted. Well, it don't matter because Deshaun Watson is never gonna win a ring. In order for him to win a ring, he has to go to the Patriots. <laughs> Let's see what other team can he go to, and they can. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say the Raiders. The Raiders, they get rid of Derek Carr. He can go there. 49ers look good. Like he has a lot of options. It's not the, the thing is, if he goes to the wrong team, then he should have just stayed at Houston because Houston's gonna give him more money. They're gonna endorse him there. People love, and it sucks because really that organization is trash. But the fan base is really strong out there. They really love them. Houston Texan football. They were excited when they got a team. So it's, you know, when they got a team back. So mm-hmm. I will say, depending on what he does, yeah, you're right, though. You're all right. I apologize. Yeah, he's going to make or break his career. And I just don't see him. I don't see him doing much. Like, he's no Lamar Jackson. He's he's like the third. It goes Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Voicemail. All right, here we go. Mexico. I live in Mexico. Uh, is this like a restart? Hold on. Yeah, go to thing. So. Nah, come on now. Come on now. That's hey, bro, you ain't never lied because I really feel like Eric Bainimi should have been had a head coaching job by now. Like, you got to see what he did with Patrick Mahomes because nobody expected him to, like, to just take off the way that he did. Mm. See? Q be right, man. Q know a shit. I hope y'all understand that. Q be coming with the facts, the stats, and all of that. 
So, you know, shout out to my brother, shout out to Q for getting it right every single time. Um, what, what else do we have on the docket? Um, oh, we, we, do you really want to talk about this, this game, Q, with the Chiefs and the Bills? I, I want you to just talk your shit because at this point, Q, when it comes to this game, I, the Bills had it. The, 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 Bills, the, had the it. Bills had it. Let me tell you what like the X factor was in this game. The crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd. <clears throat> that was the first time all season that 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 Josh Allen had to face a loud crowd. And even though there was mm-hmm. only what Ten, maybe nine thousand people in Arrowheads in Arrowhead, but Arrowhead mm-hmm. is just it, Arrowhead. Arrowhead is just as loud as Lumen Field in Seattle. It gets mm-hmm. loud. It doesn't matter how many people are in that damn stadium. I, and that got to him. Yeah, that tells you he still got a ways to go, and I'm yeah. almost scared to think. If 2020 was a regular year and not this shit turd that it was, and there were fans mm-hmm. in the stands this year, that what success he would have had mm-hmm. having having to go on the road eight times in eight hostile eight hostile environments. Mm-hmm. I don't I, think I, I just hope <clears throat> I don't think the results would have been. The results that we saw, and he mm-hmm. he played amazingly, but I don't think it would have been the way. I mean, it helps to have a no a true number one, a true wide receiver one in Stephon Diggs. That defense yep. is scary, but if if nine thousand fans got Josh Allen rattled, and he got him rattled, just yep. imagine, just imagine. That game would have been an absolute slaughter if, if Arrowhead was completely full. Mm-hmm. No, this man, Pat, Patrick Mahomes, he went bowling in the middle of a fucking game, Q. He went bowling. This motherfucker threw the ball as if it was a 16-pound bowling ball to Travis Kelsey for a touchdown. At that point, I said, oh, this motherfucker's having fun. This is no longer a game for him. This is fun. And mind you, he, he's playing with turf toe and less than a week after after being in the going into the concussion protocol. Yo, he's different, bro. He is different. But here's the thing. You don't even have to be from Kansas City to be a fan of the Chiefs at this point. That He's so good. There are people who are in his division, like fans of other teams in the division. They're like, you know what? Ain't nothing we can do with that boy. He is special. Kansas City right now, do not be surprised if they turn the NFL into, like, whatever team LeBron is playing for. Where it's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck who you put against them. LeBron's going to be in the finals that year. Pat Mahomes, he's going to be in the finals that year. Yes, him and Josh Allen, they are going to be in the AFC Championship for the next four years. You heard it here first. Because I'm telling you, Josh Allen is coming. And God forbid if they do what they said that they were going to do and they're going to go and cut John Brown and go after Allen Robinson. Oh boy, I'm telling you, if Josh Allen gets Allen Robinson and he got Stefan Diggs, I get it. He needs a run game, but I'm, they're talking about he's going to end up picking up Mark Ingram off of waivers too. 
disgusting. It, it's it's going to be a wild ride for the next couple of years watching them two play. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who's coming out of the NFC. I'm telling you this now. The next three Super Bowls, you got to go through Kansas City or Buffalo. I don't even look at Lamar Jackson no more because Josh Allen, he's special. But that Buffalo Bills defense is it's something to be looked at, man. It's something to be looked at. Stephon Diggs did a lot, except for on Sunday because he didn't do shit. But the this season, he did a lot. And to see Stephon Diggs, he sat and watched that award ceremony, Q. After the motivated. game, the rest, of, He's motivated. the rest of the fucking team was in the locker room. He still had his cleats on. He sat and watched. He's coming back. He, he is like, yo. With a fucking vengeance. You, next year, y'all fantasy teams, I'm telling you, if y'all do not pick Stefan Diggs in the second round, <laughs> man, I ain't never seen no shit like that before, Q. I've, I've seen players go and come back after the game and they go to the stadium and they just stay there and they just sit in the stands and shit. I've seen that, but I ain't never seen another player from the opposing team Q stay on the field to watch the award ceremony. He wasn't watching that shit. Cause he was a fan. He was watching that shit being like, yo, that's me. That's me next year. I need that. I need that energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, Cause you know what they did? They sent them Buffalo bill shirts to Cambodia somewhere. Them AFC championship shirts that Bills uh, Bills Mafia wanted to wear, them shits is in yep. Cambodia right now. Right now they're in Cambodia. But <laughs> him, yep. he, he was sitting, he was sitting there like, yeah, uh, next year I'm coming for that. Cause that's a rivalry at this point. Nobody's looking at Baltimore. To me, Lamar Jackson, he already he took the cards that was dealt to him at this point. He he just won't get it done. Now, I'll be eating my words next year if it's him and Mahomes, but after he quit on his team to me q after he did that i was like no nah, i'm done I, i'm done with, i'm done with baltimore i'm absolutely done um <clears throat> that, that's just how i feel um i don't know if you have anything else on football but if you want to go and you know hit that button let me know all right here we go what is go nope we don't do that no no not not, not, not not in these streets not not at all not- um Let's quickly, Q, you know, you haven't given us your awards. Um, I need these awards, my friend. <clears throat> okay, so my Adam Gates, why are you still here award goes to none other than Thomas Brady. Why are you still oh here? My. Why are you still oh this good at 43 years old? You're giving 36-year-olds year old, like me hope. Maybe I can <laughs> gather some arm strength and throw a ball 60 yards and try to make a million dollars before I turn 40. <laughs> no, that boy looks good. Why? Oh, that okay. boy looks good. Oh, man. So, my Bill brain, you know, you know, fucked up right award goes to none other than the GOAT of the week, Matt LaFleur. How? And all things that are holy green blue on this on this on this marble in the in the cosmos. Do you not trust your franchise quarterback, a first ballot Hall of Famer, five years after he retires? Mm. Five years a first ballot Hall of Famer, five years after he retires. Or if we're gonna do or you know what, let's throw that out for Drew Brees. Uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, the year <clears throat> let's waive that rule like they did with like they did with, with uh, <clears throat> you know in the NBA. What, uh, Peyton? Oh no! Oh, not Peyton. Uh, 
Oh, with the NBA. Tim Duncan. Look, Tim Duncan and all that, they, they, Tim Duncan and Tracy McGrady, they raped that shit. And Allen Iverson, they raped that shit. After two years, they were coming in. How do you not trust your first your first ballot? Probably is going in unanimously. Mm-hmm. In the fourth quarter, the game is on the line. A score. Even if they didn't get the two-point conversion, you're down by two. Mm. You're down by two. And you don't trust Aaron Rodgers. You don't put the ball in his hand. You don't put the ball in his hand and say, go get, the, go get me six. Whether mm. you got to throw it, whether you got to run it, whether you got to fake it, and give it to one of the refs to tell them, hey, put it in the end zone and, one of, and then just drop it and one of my guys get it. How? Exactly. How? 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 That is That should be a fireable offense. And granted, Matt, mm-hmm. Matt, LaFleur, Matt LaFleur is 26. Like, they have identical. They've had identical record. They went 13-3 and three each year. Each year that Matt LaFleur has been there, one and one in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. identical, 14 and four records each year. And you don't trust your quarter, your, your hall of, your soon to be Hall of Fame quarterback. That is unconsciousable. That's like, yo, that was like Super Bowl. Yeah. They, they, you don't give you 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 don't give the ball. Pete Carroll, you don't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. You let mm. you let Sierra Wilson throw an interception. Oh, no. You let Sierra, Sierra Wilson. Wilson. You let Sierra Wilson throw an interception that seals the game. Mm. When the when the Seahawks were on the one yard line. Mm-hmm. That right there, Q. That right there, my boy. Yeah. You let like Aaron Rodgers in essence is Sierra is it, 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 Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch looking like I don't go to press conferences for this. <laughs> you talking that shit, Q. I hate press conferences for this. Mm-hmm. See? Right. Listen. Mm-mm-mm. I have I have nothing. Like Whitney said, I have nothing. Nothing at all. I ain't even saying nothing. Q hit it on the fucking head. Q, do you have a Goon Award? Do you have the Gilbert Arenas Goon Award? Oh, let's see. My 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 Goon Award. Uh, oh shit. My Gilbert Gilbert Arenas Goon Award. <sighs> this is a toughie because there is some candidates this week. There are some candidates indeed. this week. Uh. I'm I'm gonna default to the to to the regular option for this. Kyrie. Just stay oh, home. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Just stay home. Uh, just stay home. Uh, now he gets the honorary just like you know every week award for me. So I, I wasn't gonna give him an award this week. Um but thank thank you, Q. Now you you've given out your through at least those awards, but I need to ask you before I give out mine, do you have a Nick Young Never Too Soon award? Uh, Nick Young never too soon award. Go, (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, never too soon. Never too soon. Um, this week. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Josh Allen. See, you said the same thing. Too soon. Too soon. Yes, too I soon. absolutely agree. Um, it, it's just not your time. It's not your time yet. It's too soon. Um, so you definitely get the Nick Young never award. Um, here are some awards that we've given away already. Um, the Adam Gates Award. I personally gave it to Matt Lafleur. Um, the Nick Young Never Too Soon Award goes to Josh Allen. Um, since we're going now into UFC, the Bill O'Brien You Know You Done Fucked Up a Right Award goes to Dana White for hosting a UFC fight during the inauguration. I I get it. He's a Trump supporter. I, I get it. He does not like <laughs> Democrats. I understand that he honestly is not a fan of politics. But what you don't do, bro, is you do not go and host a UFC fight card on a Wednesday afternoon at 12, knowing that it's not malicious. You knew for a fact that the inauguration happened at 11 a.m. You hosted the main card of the UFC Wednesday event, inauguration day at noon. Come on. Come on, man. If you do not get the you know you do not fuck up right award, Dana White is you, my friend. You absolutely get that. You hosted a UFC. This Mind you, Q. This is the third UFC card he has held. That week, he had a UFC card on last Saturday. He had a UFC card on Inauguration Day. And then he had the Conor fight, which we're about to go into on Saturday. Speaking of Conor McGregor, he took an absolute fucking L. Um, Absolutely. I don't don't know if he's better off as a villain or not, Q. Um, I knew something was Conor when he had, I was like, okay, what's going on? Um, you know, he, he, and then he was being nice. He's shaking a dude's hand. They being nice to each other. I'm like, yo, Conor McGregor, all of your fights. You could, he's a man now. He, he has oh, three kids. Well, he has his third baby and congratulations to him and his wife, you know, or in the future, having a baby, their third child. But something looked off with me for Conor. He, he looked real. He looked skinnier. Now, mind you, we just watched Conor last year. He fought at 170 when he took on, you know, the fight against Cerrone. So it's like, OK, like he he's fighting. He built up. So he ended up fighting at 155 for this fight. I'm like, OK, he doesn't look like he needs to be in his weight class anymore. So Mm-mm. the first no. round, the, the first round I'm looking at him, Q, I'm like, OK, like, you know, he's sticking and moving. He's getting the things that he needs to get done. But it, it just felt like he wasn't there to fight Poirier. It was just like the bag for him. It was just money that he was getting. And I was like, okay, this is coming after the Chandler and about that, because that was the more exciting fight. But McGregor, he got his ass handed to him in the second round by Dustin Poirier in a second round TKO knockout in the main event of UFC 257. Conor McGregor, I I think it's time. I don't want to say he needs to hang it up, but I don't want him to go the same route that, you know, my homeboy Anderson Silva went. You remember when Anderson Silva was knocking motherfuckers out left and right. And mm-hmm. then he took he took that loss, with, you know, where he broke his leg. And then when he came back, he just was never the same. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like when Khabib, you know, knocked Connor out. Well, I'm sorry, that was a submission. When he uh, submitted Connor, Connor, he was humble for the first time ever. And then, you know... After that fight, he came in, he fought Cerrone, and everybody's like, oh, you know, Cerrone, he wants to get this win. And Conor got the win because Cerrone, honestly, that that year, Q, um, leading up to that fight with Conor, Cerrone had fought six or seven times, I believe. 
He had fought in like every other card. So for me, I already knew that Cerrone was going to lose that fight. And Cerrone, I don't think he's, I don't think he's had a, a fight since like last maybe June or August. Now that I think about it. So for Connor to have this fight, I was like, Connor, he's taking a fight in January on a three fight week. And he's fighting at 155. Connor is built for 170 at this point. He's fought and he's had his better fights at 170. And he's no longer in that class. They had him ranked at number four for 155. And I was like, yo, do you realize what the, the weight class is for lightweights in the UFC anymore? Connor is not a lightweight. He is no longer a part of that class. Because, Q, the fight before that Connor fight was Dan mm-hmm. Hooker and Michael Chandler. I don't know if you were familiar with Dan, uh, with Michael Chandler. Chandler, mm-hmm. for the past four <clears throat> years, Q, for the past four years, everybody's been saying that they wanted to see Chandler fight McGregor because Chandler is a thoroughbred fighter. I, I want to say he, uh, he's like an unorthodox style, but when it comes to Chandler, he knocks motherfuckers out. He was the Bellator champion, and he came over to the UFC after Dana has been pursuing him for the past two or three years. He comes over here and he fights at lightweight because they know that they eventually want to put him and Conor, to Greg, uh, Conor together. Conor goes and drops from 170 to 155, and you know he takes on this fight because this fight was meant for him to take the belt. Now that Khabib had went and like relinquished the belt and retired, Conor, if he would have won that fight against Poirier, he would have been the champion. But they don't want the belt on Poirier. The reason why is because they want Poirier to end up fighting somebody else. They want him and Max Holloway again, or they want him and Chandler. But the issue is he beat Conor McGregor. But nobody, like Poirier is not a box office name. When you think of uh, <clears throat> Dustin Poirier, you're like, okay, like he's always the co-main event. And when he does main event fights, he does knock people out, but he's not, he's not, he's not star power. So the fact that he knocked out Conor met. We will not see that fight with him and Michael Chandler that we that I personally want to see. That is a main event fight. Michael Chandler versus Conor McGregor is the fight that everybody. That's box office. That's the equivalent of um, Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield. Yes, is like like it's circle. That's like not even Evander and Tyson. That is honestly Mayweather, Mayweather, and 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 De La Hoya. (laughs) Right there, right there. That that's that's what I mean. But the issue is Conor McGregor, he lost in such a fashion cue that he's starting to look like a shell of himself. And people are questioning if McGregor needs it to the point where Khabib said that, why would I come back after seeing that shit? Because here's the thing. Khabib, he don't want to fight Poirier. He's like, I would wash. This Khabib fights bears, bro. Khabib <laughs> literally wrestles with fucking bears. None of the lightweights can fuck with Khabib. The only one that he wants to see is Connor, because Connor was talking all that shit. So he don't want to see Poirier. He don't want to see Chandler. He don't want to see Hooker. He don't want to see um, any of them. He just wants Connor. But Connor taking the L that he took on Saturday, we're never going to get that fight. Never going to get it. And the only way we get that fight is to see Connor McGregor go and fight somebody else. The issue is, there's nobody that Connor can honestly fight, Q. Because he he's not. He's not developed in that class anymore. The only person I can see him fighting now is maybe Chandler if they give Chandler that fight, but it's not going to happen. I can see him going against Max Holloway again, but I don't want to see it. Or he might, uh, since he lost and Dan Hooker lost, they might be setting that up. So the next time you see Connor, he may end up fighting Dan Hooker in the main event. Mm-hmm. Fighting either uh, Dustin Poirier or Michael Chandler. That 
it might be a good lineup. I just I I don't see it. Um, also, what happened on the card? Jessica I she lost. Me personally, I'm not really a big fan of Jessica I. I feel like they give her every opportunity. So she's, she needs to be cut. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw her at Bellator. Um, there was a fighter. I forgot what her name is. She was fine as shit. Um, but the issue is Dana White, he just kept pushing her on cards. And we were like, yo, like, Dana, she's not a she's not a fighter in this class. I can uh she was a strawweight champion. Um I gotta look her name up. Give me one second. Uh, mm-hmm. not Nunez. Um UFC female fighter moves to Bellator. And uh I cannot remember her name, Cuba. She was oh my god, she was beautiful. Um and, but that's the only thing I was going for. She was beautiful and she she her name drew like fights. And she just kept getting beat up every fucking fight. And she ended up going and leaving UFC because, honestly, she lost so much. They kept giving her main event cards and co-main events, and she just kept getting her ass whooped every fucking fight. Um, and now she's on Bellator, and the same thing is going to happen with Jessica I. Jessica I is not a good fighter. She got beat by decision in round three to Joanne Calderwood. Um, pretty much two FC, I'm sorry, UFC 257. It was nothing but knockouts and decisions, which you would think that's a good card. Um, I, I just wasn't impressed by Jessica. I. She actually should no longer be like main carding. She is a opening carder and I'm, I'm really not impressed with her. Uh, there were other knockouts, but I ain't going to talk about those. Um, what else do I have on the docket since we are here? Um, I gave away that award to Dana, so I can give that to him. I, I wanted to implement this award just because it's a little bit misogynistic and it's time for a little bit of misogyny on this show. Um, I am going to give the first ever Joy Taylor Well Goddamn Award. So if anybody knows or is familiar who Joy Taylor is, I need you to go on Google. Um, Joy Taylor is an American radio personality and... <clears throat> The reason why she is getting the first ever Well Goddamn Award is because, well, goddamn, she is gorgeous. She's beautiful. Um, <laughs> she is an anchor on Fox Sports 1. Um, Q, you, you know exactly who Joy Taylor is. She's the um, TV host of Fox Sports 1. Um, and she does like the sports takes and stuff like that. Not only does she know her sports, she is beautiful. So she is getting her own award. And she's going to get that weekly until I find somebody that is uh, of her caliber. So the, the first ever inaugural Joy Taylor World Goddamn Award is going to none other than Joy Taylor. Shout out to her. She is doing fantastic. Um, who el- what else do I have on the dock? Oh, Q, we have to talk about this. Um, WWE with wrestling. Um, in the terms of wrestling, the WWE Network is moving to Peacock in a billion dollar deal. Now, if you're not familiar with the WWE Network, it's $9.99 every month. You get to see all of the previous events <clears throat> that it had, rumbles and WrestleManias and stuff like that. And you owe the beauty. So, T, you know, some people say things like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, shit like that. All of those will be moving to Peacock in a billion dollar deal. And here's the thing um, the way that it was told to me, if you have WWE Network, it will work. But Peacock is its own service. So I don't know how they're going to work with the WWE Network. You have to pay a little bit more. Or are you going to have to have a Peacock like login and pay that monthly? Me personally, I am not paying for another streaming service. But it was a damn good move by Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, in the middle of a pandemic, Q, he made a billion dollar deal to move to Peacock. 
after getting everybody's money already that is paying nine dollars and ninety nine cents. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I, that... I want to be decent. I've I've never seen no shit like that. So, <clears throat> so according to um the the deal, it says you uh NBC Universal's Peacock soon will be the only place to watch the WWE Network in the United States. Um, they have reached a multi-year agreement giving Peacock ex- exclusive streaming rights to the WWE Network for American viewers. The over-the-top wrestling entertainment service, their existing U.S. customers, about 1.1 million, will be migrated over to Peacock Premium. The streaming service will have all of WWE's live events for no additional cost, including WrestleMania and SummerSlam, with Fastlane being the first event to stream on Peacock on Sunday, March 21st. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. Um, Peacock, I don't know how much it costs, but the WWE Network is $9.99. If you want to get that shit for cheap, talking about Peacock, I would suggest going and signing get up it. today. Get it right now. Get, get, get it right that now. now. Before they change the policy and you end up having to pay for The network has been $9 for every bit of four or five years, Q. Um, and it has not no, been actually, the price. <clears throat> well, you're talking about the uh, WWE Network? Yeah, the WWE Peacock Network. Peacock yeah. is, Peacock debuted in October. Yes, and I said I don't know how much Peacock costs, but I do know what WWE. I think costs Peacock. I it. think Peacock is. I think Peacock right now is four ninety four ninety nine a month. Yeah, go ahead and lock but, in. But the you WWE can also. Yeah, I would go ahead. Like since, since since that big deal was coming, I would go ahead and 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 and, and get that in. I think right. Yeah, I think right now it's either four ninety nine or five ninety nine a month uh, for the yeah. premium service. Um, but basically, yeah. everything is on there. Like you can get everything for free; it just will be ads. <clears throat> um, exactly. Like, like speaking of streaming services, so you know, CBS All Access, which I have, um, um, they're now as of March third are becoming Paramount, uh, uh, Paramount um, Access. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paramount One. <clears throat> um. Which is like okay, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I got that email. Yeah. I got that email today. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, over the weekend. So they're they're becoming para, uh, Paramount, Paramount, because you know mm-hmm. Viacom, Viacom owns yep. Paramount. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I have it. Please, I have it. I pay. Hello. I pay nine. I pay the nine. I pay nine nine ninety nine a month because that's no commercials. Like they have one with mm-hmm. limited commercials. Mm-hmm. They have a. They you know they have a subscription for limited commercials for four ninety nine. I pay the nine ninety nine because you know when I watch my when I be a geek and watch Star Trek, I want to mm-hmm. see that shit through. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to watch commercial. I ain't trying to watch any commercials. Let me just let me go ahead and. But. Um, yeah, if, if WWE is, is migrating to, to Peacock, and you you know that, and you know, like they'll still have the four ninety nine option, but it, it's going to be limited commercials. I will go ahead and get it while it's four ninety nine before they jump it to nine ninety nine or or, or twelve ninety nine. You know it's coming. Yeah. So according, I'm reading the verse says this: the WWE Network branding will remain present on Peacock. Peacock's premium $4.99 and their ad-free $9.99 plan. So current subscribers of the wrestling service, which costs $9.99, will actually be saving money if they opt for the $4.99 option. WWE 
and and be more right now and you sign up for premium peacock which is four dollars and 99 cents you get both wwe network and peacock however you're only dollars and 99 cents for wwe but now you're all you're going to be t- tied to the ad friend for wwe network and peacock so you're going to get peacock for ad free and you're still going to be able to the wwe network it's worth just paying the dollar the nine dollars and 99 cent for wwe network just in the case that you are a wrestling fan even if you're not a wrestling fan just as you can if you are on disney plus get that shit for free if you have verizon get all the shit you can get for free um direct i think you you and i both had direct tv yeah, I had it. I had it through because I'm an AT and T customer. But yeah, I, I, like, I'm happy. That, okay, so if you are a student, mm-hmm. you go like download the app Unidays and and get those discounts because now my Apple Music is four eighty nine, and I love it. Mm-hmm. If if you are interested in saving some money and getting more content, trust me. They had WrestleMania 2, 3, 7, 24, 30. Like the ones I've been to, the ones I've been to, they had summers. Bro, they had this. So you're never, never going to do that. And personally, I don't know what Peacock has to offer, but I'm getting that shit bundled. Sign up for the WWE Network today. Sign up. The reason why that is because if you sign up for the network and you locked into that price, when Peacock initially, you know, they tell you it's nine dollars, but then like in a year from now, they'd be like, you know what? It's eleven ninety nine, and then it'll be fourteen ninety nine, and the next thing you know, you're paying like Netflix. Like Netflix told me at the beginning of this year, hey, by the way, your next bill. For Netflix, it's going to be seventeen dollars and ninety nine cent. Eventually, Netflix is going to have to go because I'm not paying thirty, you know, thirty five dollars for fucking Netflix, and I'm watching John Van, uh, John Claude Van Damme, and you know, Taken Two. I don't want to watch that shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Q and I, we are here to help you guys, you know, with streaming services and stuff like that. But do what you can to save some money. And right now, that WWE and Peter and get it, get it now. Um, Q, I don't know if you want to hit that button because we got voicemails. There we go. What's up? Um, yeah, I need to be like five seconds long. So, what are we talking about? That's right now. We are about to wrap up the show with the sports desk. We are helping you guys, you know, with everything sports. Talking about NFL, NBA, UFC. Um, we are going to talk about the WWE Royal Rumble in a second, and then we're going to get up out of here. So, shout out to you for that voicemail. Alright, here we go. Hey, bruh. <laughs> nigga Dana White is a cold nigga for having to fight during the inauguration. <laughs> That's like a fucking bold-ass move right there, bruh. Yo, that was honestly one of the wildest fucking things I'd ever said. I was like, yo, is that you? Like, you know, the wife and I were sitting here, we're watching TV, and then all of a sudden, I was like, yo, is that, that should say UFC. I'm thinking it's, you know, how UFC, they show, like, reruns and stuff like that. They're like, no, this is today. I was like, do they not know it's the fucking inauguration? What is going on? And then they said, hey, by the way, uh, Conor McGregor, he's fighting on Saturday if y'all want to keep watching. I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Dana White is getting an award. And sure, sure enough, he got an award this week. Fuck you, Dana White. But thank you for that, that UFC card on Saturday because, boy, I needed something to watch. So shout out to him. 
There we go. Hi, what's up? Nope. We don't do that. Ain't no what's up for me. Next voicemail, please. Yo, yo, Nope. You don't do that either. All right, Q. So let me go ahead and start to try to wrap us up by talking about the WWE Royal Rumble, right? So mm-hmm. um, it, it's a full docket for the Royal Rumble. And I know, Q, you know, you, you don't really watch wrestling. I usually am the one dragging you to like WWE events and stuff like that. But I, I want you to watch the Royal Rumble this week. I, I want you to get into wrestling again because this Royal Rumble actually is a good one. And it hasn't been a good Royal Rumble in about like three years. Um, to, to start off the Royal Rumble, I think they're doing the U.S. Championship. So the United States Championship, Bobby Lashley is fighting Riddle. Um, so I don't know if you're really too familiar with like either one of these guys. I feel like Riddle actually may end up getting his first big title with this match. So that is my early prediction. I have Riddle beating Bobby, uh, Bobby Lashley. So Q is getting kind of like a crash course into wrestling right now. Cause the last time I think Q watched it was around WrestleMania 30 and we're at like WrestleMania 35, I think. So you know, I, I want him to actually get into it again. So we're going to start this year with Royal Rumble. Um, that was the first <laughs> match that's going to be happening. The <laughs> next card, the next match, it's a match that the the belt hasn't mattered in a long time. The Intercontinental Championship. So Big E is going to be fighting Sami Zayn. Um, so Big E actually just got the belt. He got it on Christmas Day. So mm-hmm. hope hopefully um, he retains because I, I don't want to see Sami Zayn go into WrestleMania with the belt. And if he does, I don't want him to win it on Royal Rumble. Maybe, you know, backlash if he wants to do it then. But absolutely not for Royal Rumble. So I got Big E retaining and going into, you know, WrestleMania with the belt. So hopefully that's what happens. Um, the world, uh, I'm sorry, the Women's Tag Team tam- uh, Championship, you have Asuka and Charlotte Flair, who are the tag team champions are fighting Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, this is the one match I don't really care about. Me, I'm an Oscar fan and I'm a Nia Jax fan, but for some reason, I just don't like Charlotte Flair. So I'm going to go and say that Oscar and Charlotte Flair will retain, but they're going to lose in February at the next pay-per-view. And then that's going to set up Oscar and Charlotte Flair to end up fighting at WrestleMania. That's what they want. Um, and then they're going to have Nia Jackson, and Shanna Baszler. They go into the WrestleMania and they're probably going to end up fighting either Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans or Lacey Evans and Mandy Rose for the title. That's just pretty much what's going to happen. Um, and where in the fuck you been at and why are you still here awards? Um, Goldberg Q is fighting at Royal Rumble. Wow. Goldberg. He is fighting Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Um, now, Drew McIntyre, I don't know if you and I talked about it maybe two weeks ago. He caught COVID. And, you know, now he's back and he will be fighting this Sunday, fighting against Goldberg, who came back um, to fight a legend <clears throat> after the whole Legends Night thing that happened early this month. Um, I'm going to say this. Stop putting the goddamn belt on Goldberg. Y'all are making a mockery out of the WWE Championship. The shit is becoming a joke at this point. Goldberg should not win the title. Please do not do this. Please, please, please do not do it. Um, and saying that. He probably is going to win the title. So just Goldberg is going to win the title. Just leave it there. Um, the Universal Championship is a last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Um, I personally have Kevin Owens winning this match because Kevin Owens has kind of like gone, you know, under the radar recently when it comes to Roman Reigns and he keeps getting the upper hand. So 
I have Kevin Owens winning and hopefully going into WrestleMania with the belt. That way, Roman Reigns can do what everybody's expecting to fight The Rock. So I think that's going to happen. So hopefully it does. Um, then we have two Royal Rumbles. We have the Women's Royal Rumble and we have the Men's Royal Rumble. I don't have a prediction for the either one of these because I don't know who is going to be participating. And I don't care. Um, I just know for a fact that whoever's going to be fighting, they're going to be fighting Kevin Owens in, you know, WrestleMania. And then Roman Reigns is going to be fighting The Rock. So that's pretty much that. Um, in saying that, Q, that is the Royal Rumble card. And I'm going to make sure that you watch it. Uh, hopefully, if you sign up for Peacock, you will end up getting that as well. So shout out to, you know, anybody who does sign up for Peacock or WWE Network. And ends up watching Royal Rumble this Sunday. Outside of that queue, I don't think we have anything else. Do you have any last words before we get up out of here? Um, no. No. Yeah. Me? Oh, oh, no. We do. We definitely do. Um, Q, I need your predictions. I need your predictions for the Super Bowl. Uh, <clears throat> um, Kansas City wins 45 to 43 and Harrison Booker is going to kick the game winning field goal. Wow. Wow. Ooh, that, that was, you got it down to the field goal, Q. Um, Q, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Oh, God, why? I have Tampa Bay winning. And the score is going to be 37 to 30. And what's going to happen is it's going to be a tragic call that is going to be one that, you know, people are going to say, well, Tom Brady is the first one at home after playing in it. And nobody else is going to do it for another like 40 years until we get another Brady or some shit. And it's going to be the most controversial call. It's going to be an interception or a flag or some shit like that. And we're going to be sitting there like, yo, Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes. And it'll be one of those things where Tom Brady always had the upper hand. He beat all the quarterbacks that came in his way outside of Eli Manning. And he beat who is going to be the next perennial all-star in the NFL, which is Patrick Mahomes. And he might retire. He might retire. That's what's going to happen. I'm going with the Super Bowl 55. Tampa Bay is going to win 37 to 30. Tom Brady is going to retire. And then we get to see Cam Newton or somebody else be the quarterback for Tampa. But I do think after the Super Bowl happens, both Brady and Breeze retired, and they're going to end up going into the Hall of Fame. And it's going to be the best Hall of Fame class ever because it's only fitting. It's only fitting. Oh, and honestly, I feel like it might be a three-quarterback Hall of Fame because you know they're going to put a Phillip Rivers in there too. So, Oh, yeah, Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. He may not, he may not be first ballot because you know he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the ring. But uh, he's definitely, like I say, he definitely not going there first ballot. I would be mm-hmm. shocked if he does. Uh, I think he's like either second or third year eligibility. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they, I don't think they waive that five year requirement <laughs> for yeah. for Phil Rivers. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we have our predictions. Q says Kansas City 45 to 43. I said Tampa Bay 37 to 30. We will repeat these next week for the sports test. I think sports test next week, we're going to incorporate a couple more things. We're going to do maybe a little bit of first 48. We're going to play some games because 
we're going to have a dry week. There's going to be no football on. And we got to like kind of ease our way into some more sports. Um, so we're going to definitely do that. So Q, let them know where they can find you on social media so we can get up out of here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KidEasy1906. And yeah, fuck Instagram. Absolutely. You can follow us at Young... Oh, look. <laughs> you can follow us at Young Black Pod on Instagram. You can follow us individually on Twitter. Our, you know, hashtags are, you know, ha- not hashtags, but our accounts are in our profiles. But you can follow me uh, personally at Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter. Uh, you cannot follow me on Instagram. Follow the podcast. You can listen to the podcast at Young Black Pod or Young Black and Bothered Podcast on all of your social media streaming platforms, including Spotify, if you do that thing. Um, <laughs> more importantly, uh, Q and I will probably come up with another episode where we just talk politics because you and i did not have a show about the inauguration and we're going to um we're definitely going to do that um tomorrow i think you and i we will hopefully you know if i feel like it we're going to have an episode of young black and bothered that we may stream on youtube and facebook so just you know keep your eyes out for that um aside from that ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to another episode episode 20 of the ybab sports desk with q and myself we appreciate you for listening and we will see you next week That's right. Go Mike's Harder Strawberry. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. 